In a world in crisis, can three idiots find hope in the darkest of places? Will love conquer all, or will hate win out in the end? This is a show called Hate. A podcast in which we explore love, hate, and everything in between in search of greater meaning and perhaps a little perspective. I'm John. I'm Nick. <gasps> it's happened again. It has. <laughs> Who'd have thought? Once is random. Mm-hmm. Two is what happens, skanks. Uh, yes. We can't say... No, two is coincidence. If it's, if it's like magpies, like one for sorrow, two for joy. Well, I felt a lot of joy <laughs> the first last time. week as well. <laughs> it's one for joy. <laughs> Two for joy, joy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, three for the triple. Yeah. Um, and fingers crossed for that. <laughs> I guess we can't, we won't know we're safe until we have another data point, is what I'm saying. That's the thing. There isn't a trend yet. You can't make a trend no. from two points. You can't make a trend from you two can't points. Make, and, and let's I not... didn't get back tattoo, you know, <laughs> for no reason. We all know. You... Across the top of your ass. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and also, of all, of all things, I don't want Chris to be a trendsetter either. I don't mm. want him to be making trends. I don't think the world is ready for that. No, although it may already be happening, to be honest. We've made him into a celebrity on this show. Well, do we need to make excuses for him? Uh, I mean, he's not... Like last time, he said he listened to the first five minutes, which yes. was pretty much the only part that we talked about him in. And then he said he got bored and he didn't listen to the rest of the episode. He's like a human divining rod, isn't he? <laughs> like he just knows somebody somewhere is talking about him. Yeah. And he can, he can I'll tell. I'll listen to that part of the episode and yeah. then I'll switch. I'll, I'll check out. So um, he's on honeymoon, mm. I believe. Sure, let's say it. Yeah, let's in uh, sunny Barbados. No, no, oh, no. Wait, no. no he, it's Norfolk. It's Norfolk. It's Norfolk. Yes, which he would be the first to say is is the UK equivalent. I think. Well, and and he'd be right to do so. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, I mean, uh, the closest we've got. We have. I had to think for a minute. We have had quite torrential rain in we the have. last couple of days. That's a bit like a tropical storm. Yes. Yeah. Although, has he been having it? Don't know. I try not to talk to him. No. True. No. Yeah. I mean, this is an opportunity. Let's not waste it. Let's he, not. He sent me a photo the other day of him standing next to, like, uh, I don't know what you call it, like, um, what, what's the thing that, like, postcards are kept on in, like, a, like oh. a spinner rack sort yes, of thing? Yeah, let's say spinner rack. Yeah, yeah. just standing next, like. Isn't spinner rack a Pokemon? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, standing next to a Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, uh, just standing next to a spinner rack and. and and I'm like, that's that's great, wonderful. Yeah, what a wonderful picture to send you. Yeah, because really, like, really when magical. you send someone a postcard, it's usually some inane image that doesn't really sum up where you are, but shows just how little you care about the person you've sent it to, yep. to warrant its sending, yeah? What he's done by sending that picture to you is he's tried to get all the postcards. He's tried to maximise how much he doesn't care about you <laughs> in one image, which is quite I amazing. I hadn't thought of it that way. It's actually mm. quite a power play. Yeah, I think it is. I think he knows exactly what he's doing. Now, you mentioned... Now, of course, <laughs> with Chris Ray away, mm. there's never been a better time to mention Pokemon. Oh, that's true. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's why I probably wouldn't have said that. No, I would have said that joke, I think, if he was here. And he'd have been like, all right. All right, yeah. <laughs> What's a Pokemon? I don't know. <laughs> um, but I've been playing Pokemon Sword... 
sword indeed you have which yeah, as are on the switch yes as all our incredibly cool listeners will know mm. is the they're f- cooler than us <laughs> is the first pokemon game in the series to be set in air quotes britain yeah <laughs> so they've gone to a fantasy region called galar yes which sounds british to me which is basically britain yes and apparently they sent the development team of the game to, to Britain against their will yeah definitely I mean <laughs> who, would come, who would come willingly um, and they took some notes uh, sent some postcards home and uh, they summed, they distilled the essence of Britain and I'm sure you're going to confirm this into the Sword and Shield game the Galar region well this is what I wanted to say I I love how they have taken our proud culture everything that makes us great yeah. you know books for great in Great Britain. Oh, right. Sorry, I didn't know where you're going there. Yeah. Uh, it puts for great in Brigreton. United Brigreton. And they put it in one end of a sausage machine, and what yes. came out the other side was a series of Pokemon that encapsulated the spirit and environment of Pokemon. Sure. So they've added new Pokemon to yes. distill the essence of the UK. Yes. Right. <laughs> Uh, weak, rickety Pokemon. <laughs> Real vitamin D deficiency. Yeah. Um, no, it's um. You start in what is essentially the West Country. Okay, like a sort of countryside, like yeah, little I, quaint village sort of thing. I feel they had like a um, like a like you, you get those cheap websites where it's like um, uh, Lord of the Rings character generator. Yes, and it just comes up with a name. Yeah. Like uh, Langlarafell, yeah. the elf, or something like that. <laughs> so it's come up with town names. Oh. And they do sound British. Do they? Are they things like, you know, Brintsworth-on-Sea yes. or something like yes. that? Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Hufflescoke. Gullingsbury. Yes. <laughs> yes, there may even have been a Gullingsbury, yeah. <laughs> so you start out in what is essentially the West Country. I don't know that any of those places actually don't exist in the UK, No, they, by prob- the way. they do now. They probably yeah, do. Yeah, they do now, yeah. Uh, we'll be getting letters. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I'm from Gullingsbury. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um... But it's like, um, yeah, so you start and you run out of your little cottage, your perfect little cottage. and Is your mum at home? Yes. It's always your mum, isn't it? Yeah. Never a dad to be or, seen. Because we're off fighting in the Grand Pokemon Wars. Oh, of course, the Grand <laughs> Pokemon Wars. Yes. <laughs> okay, so leave mum at home, step out into the village. And you're almost run over by a sheep. Right, because we have a lot of those here. But it's a sheep Pokemon. Yes, because everything is. It's a sheep Pokemon. Uh, and there are fields of corn. We grow a lot of corn in the UK. Is it? Do we? Awful lot of corn okay. on every corner. Oh, that's uh, so you, that. you go down this little village and then uh, then suddenly you're in like uh, a big open wild area full of terrifying monsters. I sounds mean, about right. Sounds about right. Beast of Bodmin. And then you get to not Manchester, <laughs> uh, which is a big red brick city. Very industrial. Very industrial. It's got like uh, big like viaducts and, and bridges and stuff. But it's not Manchester. But it's not Manchester. Not that Manchester. But it's called something like um, something Stoke or something like... Pokemonchester. Uh, no. Okay. It's not, what I, it's not what I fucking said, is it? I'm so sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then... Um, and then, like a magical mystery tour, <gasps> you've done like Gloucestershire, yep. where you know I grew up. Sure. And, and what's the next destination? I, uh, uh, Norfolk. Uh, Why it's Cornwall? It's uh, Salisbury. Really? Bec- well, not Salisbury. Okay. Because look, it's Stonehenge, ain't it? Oh. There's like a, there's a Stonehenge. There's a, stone, there's a Stonehenge. Yeah. 
I suppose if you're going to do anything, like landmarks wise, you've got to get the London Eye, Stonehenge. Oh, they haven't done a London Eye You'll yet. You'll get that. There'll You'll be a London that. Eye. What else? Uh, what do you think of when you think of like, <laughs> what what would sum up Britain as like, a, say, a, a product or a uh, an export? Oh, product. Um, oh, I don't know. Really, like broad strokes. Like you know, <laughs> if, if if you if you if you paint every country, you're like Americans. Uh, it's uh, burgers. A burger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, the Japanese uh, fish. You know. Yeah. Uh, but but what 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 were the British? Welks. <laughs> Welks. <laughs> Pickled onions. A couple Welks. <laughs> no, I'm probably I'm, I'm probably leaning too much into the food. Mm. Coal. Oh yeah, no. We love we love we all, coal. We all get a block of coal. Can't, on our get, can't get enough coal. Yeah. Now, now there are coal Pokemon. Well, there's British there's British coal, ain't there? There is, I think. Yeah. Now, when we weren't mining rock, mm. we were listening to rock, like rock music. Yes. Yeah. Punky so, sort of. Yeah. Okay. Tartans, yeah. So if you fins. if you had to take the power of British music. Oh no. Uh, and the power of coal, and you had to combine them together yeah. to make a Pokemon. Oh, okay. What would you call it? <laughs> I, uh, a Pokemon that is both music and coal. I mean, it's going to be like rock, rock, rock all, rock and going. coal. Rock and rock and roll coal. You're so close, rock and roll. Rock and roll fire. Because it's, it's a name, it's a description, it's a rock, rock and, and rolling. So close. Flip the verb. Rock and roller? Yes. Rock and roller. Rock and roller. Isn't that a movie? Yes, but it's spelled differently. (laughs) It's it's a lump of coal. Right. uh, With a wheel made of coal. Amazing. Under it. This is is amazing. It's grand. Yeah. yeah. Rock and roller. Rock and roller. And guess what he he evolves into? The Sex Pistols. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Thatchertron. I don't know. Uh, (laughs) Evolves into... It's much worse. Car coal. Does it look like a car now? It's a car made of coal. Right. It makes no sense. I mean, our cars no. do run on coal here. They do run on coal, That's yeah. one thing they got right. No. There's an anchor, mm-hmm. because I guess. we like anchor. I, I mean, I guess. We love anchor. We love. I love anchor. I love anchor. Yeah, I keep asking for one, but I don't get one. Now, Nick, now you're a connoisseur. Yes. And you know that uh, this is so our audience. Our demographic <laughs> is loving this right now. You know that um, a, a, a quirk of the modern day Pokemon games is that familiar Pokemon return, but with a new look. Yes. Because they're regional Pokemon. Yeah, for some reason. I don't understand the biology of it, if I'm honest. Yeah. But yeah, somehow we get a nice version of a a typically desert-y Pokemon, and it looks now uh, white instead of yellow or something. Because it's maybe grown up in in an icy region. Let's say, I guess. So, I encountered a Meowth. The cat Pokemon. The cat Pokemon. It's Mm. probably like the most boring Pokemon it's got a coin wedged into its forehead, but yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. a very boring Pokemon. It is. It's just a cat. But I've I've encountered now the British version. Oh, cool. Who, for some reason, has a beard. A cat with a beard? A cat with a beard. Okay. And it's now a steel Pokemon. Oh. So right. it's a metal cat. Yeah, it's a metal cat with a beard. And when you catch it, I was like, what is this strange new creature? And you catch it, and it just goes, it's a Meowth. But it's the British variant. It's right. the Galar variant. Yeah. And I'm like, ooh, I wonder what flavour text there will be. Yeah. And it said, growing up among a proud pirate people has made it steal. Right. And I'm like, okay. So that's their perception that, of us. Okay, we're, we're a nation we're a of pirates. Pirate. We're, we're a proud <laughs> pirate people who 
I guess, have a hard metallic, somewhat uh, exterior to us. An abrasive metal taste is left in the mouth after you've dealt with a British yeah. person, maybe. And we have, thinking when you say it out loud, it is maybe apt. We have invaded yeah. a lot of places. <laughs> <laughs> wow, they really, they actually really did know. They really it. went for it, didn't they? <laughs> yeah. Bloody hell, Japan. Yeah, this is kind of like the video game equivalent of the Eurovision Song Contest. They're like really going for us. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah it's like oh Britain it's lovely they've got castles and shit but we gotta guys we, you know we are gonna have to bring them down we, we, get, we have to bring it up I mean yeah. yeah isn't there a trainer or like a gym leader in the game who kind of dresses kind of like royalty like he's got a, he's got like a velvet cloak yes um, and, a, and a crown I want to say and there's a farmer Okay, yeah, we have those. There's literally like hayseed dixie with like a massive straw hat. That's and, what they look like. Chewing on a bit of corn. Oh, yeah, no, definitely. Every yeah. farmer I've ever known. It does that, yeah. Particularly the farmer's ball we didn't get into. I think they all had those. What I, what I do kind of like is that uh, no character... Now, you might, you might admire the restraint here. No character talks with an affected... British accent. Like, oh, jolly good, hello there. Or, uh, all right, mate. Oh, the other, the opposite end. All yeah. right, mate, should we have a fucking battle? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to nut your Pokemon? <laughs> <laughs> Pikachu, use vinegar slice. <laughs> um, Meowth, I don't have a Pokeball, get this carrier bag. <laughs> Come on, it's just as good. <laughs> Barney, fuck him up. <laughs> um, Barney's him a champ. I don't know. Yeah, cool. yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I, I would like to say that with a monocle, every character doesn't do that. Okay. So to make up for it, one character does all of it. Ra- oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> one character started out sounding like a normal human being. Mm. It's gotten worse. I'm three gyms in and now he's... <laughs> Not gins, but gins. Gin. <laughs> now he's like, all right, mate. Oh, Ooh, let's have a duel. Oh, bucket right. of thumbs. Messi yeah. and sack. Oh. <laughs> Up to, upturned bowler at. <laughs> it's getting worse. He's, he's saying mate in the way that any writer... Who is not native to the UK uses mate mm. like like seasoning. Just yes, peppering it in everywhere between every word. Even. Yeah, yeah, it's grotesque. <laughs> well, again, maybe nail on head scenario here. That, I don't know. I yeah. feel like I've known people who uh, pepper that word somewhat. Nah, you're right, mate. What's your What's your week been like anyway? Oh, it's been all right. Um, I have a confession to make. I had a sausage roll. Okay. Yeah. Well, you've come to a safe place. I do actually. Ali bought me a box of frozen Greg sausage rolls. <laughs> oh, the cat's here. The cat's here. All right. <laughs> to judge. <laughs> Do you want to get involved? So you can buy Greg sausage rolls frozen for frozen, for like, fro- yeah, and cook them yourself in your own house. Yes. Um, and she knew. Did she... you did you cook them? Well, you. I mean, you bake it in the. No, oven. did you cook them? Before uh, you ate them. Yeah. Oh, we see. Yeah. Did you unwrap, uh, unwrap them or? I mean, one I tried frozen. Was Ali wearing gloves at the time? <laughs> is what I'm saying. Like, did she have protection between the meat and her fingers? Yes. 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 Um, yeah. Uh, she knows. She knows that that I've been through a whole. She knows the problem. Yeah, and yeah. and it's been made public knowledge on this podcast, and I'm fine with that because it made me accountable. Um, and then she came home and was like, I got a surprise for you. And it was a box of 16 frozen Greg sausage rolls. And they're in the freezer now. 
And uh, so I had one, and it was... Oh, man, it was good. Have you... Oh, these are full-size ones, by the way, not half-size. As a couple, I don't want to pry. Sure. Uh, And I'm glad we can do this in a private setting where no one else can listen in. Yeah, definitely. Have you recently changed your will? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My lawyer told me not to tell anyone. Um, But yes. (laughs) Because I feel your spouse... uh, It'd be like your spouse going, I'm going away for the weekend, darling. I've left you a little something on the kitchen top <laughs> and you coming down just because you hear the door shut mm. and finding there's like uh, an 18 pack of sausage rolls, <laughs> you know, on the side. And you're like, she's trying to kill me. Yeah, I mean, she I wants was, me. She wants me gone. I was discussing the life insurance <laughs> uh, with her and, you know, how much she stands to gain. Yeah, it's all falling into place a little bit now. <laughs> <laughs> you, oh God! <laughs> you were talking about like spraying flecks of pastry. I'm a, I'm a little, I'm a little worried about the return. She's like, yes, I know, I know, Nick, I know. And just slide. slides another one over. <laughs> I took the liberty of cooking a couple more for you. Oh, thanks, love. You're right, know what I like. <laughs> As he chokes on another flake. <laughs> <laughs> but of course, it wouldn't work. Oh no! Like that. If anything, like, what a stupid <laughs> attempt on my life. You'd, you'd live longer because you know you've got something to look forward to, yeah. which is more sausage roll. If I was lying, gasping, dying from some terminal illness on the ground, and I saw a freshly cooked steaming sausage roll on the counter, I would get the fuck back up onto my own two feet to eat that sausage roll. There's no greater motivator to man, or at least to me, anyway. No, God. No. Oh, that brings colour to my cheeks. <laughs> Oh, I needed that. But other than that, my week's been pretty average. Yeah. Nothing can match quite as high, you know, as a, as a sausage roll. No, and it, but it was good, though, wasn't mm. it? No. It's weird. It wasn't quite as good as when you get them from Greg's. But I do believe they were the same ones because they look... I've, I ha- they, I've, I've seen how the sausage is made. I've seen the tray of frozen sausage rolls in Greg's come out before they put them into the oven. And the ones I have in my freezer look exactly like those ones. So I'm I'm pretty sure that they wouldn't give me different ones. Well, it's like I'm um, pretty sure. It's like the Greg say that like ninety percent of the flavour lives on our fingers. Mm. You know, that's for servers touch. You know, plus when... also they get to sit out under a heat lamp for yeah. like a good day. I mean, so. that's ambient. Like, yeah, some people call it like um, you know airborne transmission. You know, for Greg's that's seasoning. That's airborne seasoning. Yeah, transmission. Yeah. Oh, I've got another story actually. Of this oh, week. yeah. Okay. Um, I went for a poo and a moth nearly flew on my bum. <laughs> Genuinely true. It's been a hell of a week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tell me about it. I think there was a moth in the toilet. Okay, it's either that or I yeah, shat a moth. Yeah. I don't know which one it is. And it could be either. Yeah, a really old shit. Yeah, you know? like dusty old cavernous shit. And um, I felt this tickling on my bum. And uh, I looked down and, you know, sort of spread my, le- open my legs a little bit. Don't want to be crass. And a moth flew out of the toilet between my legs. <laughs> so... I think it's fair to assume it was probably just in there. It wasn't did, like um, I didn't shit it out. <laughs> did you? Did you let it live? Did you think to yourself that that moth has seen it all now? Well, I like, mean, oh, that's a good point. God wanted it to live. <laughs> it had a little phone as well. It was taking pictures. No, it um, it flew straight out the bathroom door and was gone. Yeah. And my first thought was smartest moth in the world. <laughs> well, yes. And I, so my second thought was, what if there's shit on it? Like it's got a bit of shit on it. 
and it's now going to flutter around the house with this shit on it, like just leaving poo everywhere. But I couldn't find it. I, I don't know where it is. Was so. your first thought? I wish I'd shut the door. <laughs> yeah. And two, I shouldn't have invited the choir around. You know, like, why was the vicar here at this time? Why? Uh, uh, that was an experience I never thought I'd have. Like, no. The, the no first, quite. my first thought was like I felt a tickling on my bum cheeks, and I was like. Oh, I'm imagining that. Yeah, or, get... you know, or, or... It, could be, it could be anything. <laughs> your, th- your, th- your first thought is of the tales you used to hear about, mm. about, you know, the poo that came back. And you're like, no, no, that's silly. That's a child's story. Yeah, that's what my father that, used to that say. That wouldn't happen. To scare me from the toilet. <laughs> so I shit outside the garden. No. No, it couldn't no. be. Wait. Check it's... between. <laughs> Hashtag check between. Well, you've got two options, haven't you? You, you check between or you do the reverse look. Mm. You got to lift and turn. Yeah, but then but, you know, but then that's pure face. You know, you lift and turn, and yeah, and if it does have poo on it, it's coming straight. It's coming straight at you. Mm. Uh, Surely, even like a grain of poo on a moth would be a significant weight gain. Well, this is what I thought. You know, like if you touch a moth, oh, cat's back. Hello, Bradley. I'd 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 urge you to stay on the chair. Stay there. Um, stay. You touch a moth and it can't fly anymore. Yeah, and they need that dust, that good flight, that good dust. dust. Could it be that your 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 turds were so dry and flaky, uh, like a kind of um, layered, crackly, you know, flavoursome mm, um, husk, husk um, <laughs> that um, the moth actually felt uh, uh, invigorated? Mm, like the, the I dust, empowered it. The dust on its body was greatly improved. It got well. new dust, new extra dust. flight. Yeah. Dust. it did fly out of the room not only with great speed but also with great like it seemed to know the way around. Yeah. Like, moths tend to fly kind of haphazardly, particularly in houses, bash into things. Yeah. This one was like, I'm getting out. Yeah. Like, I've seen... Was there like a I've ti- seen some shit. Was there a tiny... Uh, was there like a marble-sized hole in the door? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, so that was... That's magical. Yeah, it was magical, actually. Yeah. I, I remember um, being in a uh, hotel in Margate, mm. which is kind of where dreams go to die. Mm-hmm. And I remember we, myself and Chris Ray, oddly enough, ah, we... When he was here. When he was here. We, well, Bradley's claimed his seat now, so... Uh, well, that's it. That's it. He's off the podcast, I guess. Uh, but we, uh, we drove down uh, a road in Margate where I, I swear every building was kind of abandoned. Wow. With the exception of the hotel. Brilliant. Economic hardship is nothing to laugh about, but, <laughs> but wow, yeah, it, it was rough. Let's laugh. And... Um, uh, I remember having a poo and two cockroaches uh, r- didn't come out of the toilet, but uh, suddenly ran past my feet. Oh, and that was a no li- that, that was a lift kind of moment. And yes. and then you're kind of stuck because you're like, I'm safe on the toilet. Yes, because they can't climb the porcelain, or so I believe. But yeah, can't stay here forever. No. Plus, I need to wipe. Yes, and to wipe, I need to put at least one foot on the floor. That's precarious. I've never wiped with both feet off the floor. I don't know if that's possible. Well, that's that's the prestige, isn't it? Like yeah. nobody's. That's probably expert level, isn't it? <laughs> There's maybe like a jump you could do. <laughs> is what I'm saying. <laughs> sort of hoik yourself into the air, quick wipe underneath, yeah. and then drop back onto the toilet seat. The thing is, I've seen enough fail videos where people try to do a a somersault from standing, yeah, and, and just land on their head, or I just mean... stand on a table and it collapses underneath yeah. them, like... like doing it from sitting, <sighs> like. Your head's going in the toilet, is what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, even yeah. even if that seems like the least likely option, it's happening. Yeah. Wow. So that's been my week, I guess. It's been, well, ups, it's been ups and downs. 
Yeah, I mean, I yeah. went. I, I went to a funeral, but that's cool. Yeah, <laughs> like you know, no, but really, I think you've you've had a more traumatic time of it. Really, I think so. I should dominate the conversation. Here I, I know. I think with so. My, with my no. troubles. No, you're right to do yeah. so. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you have a Do you have a hate? By the way, Nicholas? I do have a hate. Oh, here we yes. go. Um, now we each brought an aid. We did. We mm. we each brought. Um, we needed our phones to call upon. I presume information. Yes, that's what mine is. Interesting. Um, and mine's quite timely. Okay. Quite, quite of the moment, and so uh, yeah, I have this this vague paranoia that we might be talking about the same thing. Okay, so, that could be that could be kind of fateful. Though. It could be because it would mean that we could both talk about it. We're going to talk about it anyway, though. Uh, my hate is the recent announcement from Nintendo. Oh no! Okay, okay, cool. right, we're safe, right? About the Mario animated movie that's coming out. <laughs> well, well, do we know it's animated? We're pretty sure because it's made by Illumination Studios. Who? Oh, it's did, made by Illumination. Who did, oh, fucking uh, hell! Me and the Minions and all oh, that. Oh, fucking you know, hell! All the, the Minions. The placeholder of the animation world. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, unless they're just doing the animated parts of a Space Jam type thing, which I don't think is happening, I think it's an animated movie. Right. So, for those who don't know, Nintendo make video games. <laughs> I found the casting funny. I find the news that Illumination are doing it just depressing. If yeah. I'm I'll admit, right, this is coming from a guy, self-confessed Nintendo fanboy, Mario super fan, right? Love love, love everything Mario's ever done. Love it all. Well, maybe not. Maybe not all of it. Let's say there's been a certain film in the past that wasn't <laughs> amazing or well-received. But generally, I do very much like, I like it all. Um, and I agree, the, the casting announcement has only served to make me laugh. But I feel like we need to talk about it because we've we've blasted Sonic so hard. Yes. And we cannot be seen, John. We cannot be seen to take sides in the grand Sega Nintendo war. We can't, we can't. Ha- can't have favoritism. We can't. No. no. And this is another golden opportunity for us to all go to the cinema on Valentine's Day and watch another major video game character-based franchise movie that will disappoint us all. And I, I, and I can't wait for it. So in a way, it's kind of a love. But also, it's going to be bad. I think it's guaranteed to be bad. So I think also it's a hate. The thing is, as far as we're aware, mm. Neil Patrick Harris <laughs> is not playing man who gets sucked down drain pipe no. and ends up in CGI Mario land. No. No. As a- far as we're aware, it's a la full- Space Jam. A la Space Jam or uh, Sonic or the Sonic. Hedgehog, which yeah. is basically that. You know the the the, the fusion yeah. of a of a of a whimsical fantasy world, animated fantasy world, with the real world. Yeah. So so it's fully. I think so. Yeah. Fully fully CGI. And to be honest, we watched the announcement together. We did. And I remember you made the very good point that they can't do the Sonic treatment because that would be a little CGI man in a world of men. <laughs> and I don't think there'd be anything worse. <laughs> 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 You're right. It crossed. That's when it crosses over into body horror. Yeah. Because if Mario, like, we saw the first Sonic trailer, oh. where Sonic was like a taxidermied, <laughs> you know, kind of platypus. Yeah. It was. It was horrendous. It was horrific. Yeah. With human teeth. Every pore. You know. Now imagine Mario steps out of oh. of of the toilet, like he crawls out of a toilet. <laughs> that's because that's where he's coming from. That's where he's coming. He's the moth up your ass. Yeah. What's <laughs> where you, you <laughs> James Marsden? He's having a poo. <laughs> Feels a tickling on is his bum cheeks. Oh, is it a moth? Sprags him. It's a me. It's a me, <laughs> Mario. I've just realised how prophetic my moth moment yeah. was. And and how do you spell moth? <gasps> you can't spell it without the letters M A R I O. 
don't think. I never have. <laughs> um, the Moth Bros. Yeah, and, and yeah, so like Mario, given the original Sonic treatment, mm. is going to be the exact shape as Mario. Yeah. But with realistic skin. Oh, God. And like every pore. And like an eyeballs and, and hair. Like... Tiny bit of food caught in his mustache. Yeah. You know? Oh, God. A real mustache. Oh. Like just not like. So I think they I think even they know like the the, the, the most cynical, the worst, the worst people behind making movies who I think were involved with making the Sonic movie. Even they know this is a stretch too far. They wanted to. Because yeah. the thing is, I honestly think it's a bit easier. It's a bit easier if you set it in the in the real world because you've only got to animate Sonic. You haven't got to animate everyone else. Yes, and you don't have to write a script. No, because the script as takes we care discovered. of itself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah as, we, as discovered. we discovered. The what what happens is you put character from fantasy world in real world and the script just takes care of itself after that. And, yeah. and it did, as we saw, and it didn't. Um, <laughs> I, I I maintain that there's only ever been one script written with mm. that premise. Yes, yes, yes. And every five years they dust it off, do find and replace. Where it says Sonic. Yeah, so they took the Woody Woodpecker movie yep. and they made Alving and the Chipmunks. Yep. And then they took Alving and the Chipmunks and they made the Smurfs. Yep. And then they took the Smurfs and they made Sonic. And yep. I swear, nobody in the world has watched all four movies. But if they did. So nobody can <laughs> confirm or deny that they are the same movie. Yeah, I mean, I've only seen Sonic out of those four. Yeah. I, haven't, I haven't seen the other one. It's impossible to, so, you know. And I won't. Mm. Uh, out, of, out of the desire to prove you right, yes. I won't watch thank it. thank you, thank you. Um, but all Nintendo have announced... Yes, is the casting sure? That's all. That's all you need. That's really all they needed to announce. For Selling us. it on that alone. For, well, I think they were hoping yeah. that because the very first announcement, the top of the order, was the voice of Mario, and I, and I was like, okay, well, this is really this is really it, isn't it? Because I feel like this is going to tell us everything we need to know. And Charles Martinet or Martinet, however you say his last name, um, has been voicing Mario for like. 78 since years. Since the beginning. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ever since Mario's had a voice. Ever since Mario was a, a periodical published in the Telegraph. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or a poster you'd find stuck on a bin. Like, it was him. He was voicing it. Um, uh, <laughs> and he's only ever had to say a few words. Yahoo! Let's go! And no, it's woo, me! Woo-hoo. Yeah. And, ow, 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 ow. You know, and that's about it. <laughs> Um, and I'll admit that a whole movie of that can you imagine <laughs> would be pretty tough hey going. kids this summer come on the most magical adventure of all Woo-hoo! the summer of 2022 <laughs> get ready for some rough chuckles because this audio is gonna kick your ass <laughs> you will feel quite intensely every minute of this two-hour running time. We've made sure of it. <laughs> Charles Martinet doesn't let up. Five stars. <laughs> the, the monologue in the third scene when, when Luigi's got mushroom cancer. <laughs> like Mario just really emoted at that point. Really yeah. did, yeah. It's beautiful, yeah. So I... He has defined what we believe Mario is. What If I asked anyone, if yeah. I asked Chris Ray... And to be honest, I would have done this hate even if Chris Ray was here. Yep. Because I think he would appreciate it. He'd have this. opinions, I'm he sure. He would. And if I asked Chris Ray, impersonate Mario, he would go, it's a me. He would He would know. Yes. Football Chris Ray would know that. Yes. And that's all thanks to Charles Martinet. And I'm not saying that, it has, that it's that or bust. I'm not saying that. What I am saying <laughs> is that it's not Chris Pratt. That's what I'm saying, okay? <laughs> and that's who it is. That's who they cast. It's Chris Pratt. They cast Chris Pratt's Mario. So What's my, happening? So, so my thinking was, when I saw that, because mm. I, I, I think smarter people like yourself went, 
the Lego movie. Yeah. Of course, they're trying to capture that magic. That was my first thought. Yeah. However, I didn't think of Lego movie Chris Pratt. No. I didn't think of Parks and Recreation uh, uh, Chris, Chris Pratt. Pratt. No. Very popular, charming, Indeed. everyone loves him. Very lovable. I didn't even think of Guardians of the Galaxy 1 Chris Pratt. Right. When top of his game, it hey, could be argued. Everyone loved him. I was thinking of kind of like um, Owen uh, Klusterfuck or whatever name his character was from like... <laughs> Jurassic World yes or the uh, the new 15 movies he makes a year where he's just like generic marine marine yeah yeah like I, I saw Jurassic World for the first time recently I think oh this year and he has he doesn't have a character other than being the dinosaur man like he's just yeah. he's just action man and like I'll, ad- I'll admit he's hot yeah, 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 and he's, he's got he's, some muscles. Yeah, he's lean. Yeah, yeah and he looks great on yeah. screen. And I like, I like him. I love Parks and Rec. It's one of my favorite comedy shows of all time, and he's one of the best characters in it. Yeah, some of his improv is incredible. I love Chris Pratt. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, what the fuck? Though? However, <laughs> however, you know, uh, if if maybe this had come before the Lego Movie, yeah. I think people would go. That's a bit weird. But Chris Pratt, he's mostly known for comedy roles. Yeah. I reckon this could be quite funny and subversive. Potentially, yeah. But now he's 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 like a he's like becoming the rock. It's like he's the like most he's just in everything, you cynical know? move. Yeah. You can yes. Make. It's yeah. the lowest hanging fruit yeah. in the world. Chris Pratt's famous. Let's make him Mario. There's no thought, there's no creativity, there's no imagination, and worst of all, it seems to be that they're copying an existing formula which doesn't predicate solely on the fact that Chris Pratt was the voice of that. What's good about the Lego movie? I'd say probably the script, the world, the fact that it was directed by Lord and Miller. There's countless yes. millions of other things. Script and direction, probably. Yeah. Now, we... Now. Now. Now, hey, look. We're being quite cynical here. But if there's one thing we know about Nintendo, is they have an amazing sense of humour. They love to laugh at themselves. They're so good at laughing and at themselves. they're very self-aware. Very. They, they get jokes. They really understand and get jokes. And I can't think of anybody... I'd rather have bankrolling and exercising strict creative control over a movie than them, than a company that gets their products and understands, you know, how to make a movie. It's going to be a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> and, of course, I mean, we all know that Illumination are the kind of, like, creative pioneers... Oh, sure. ...who will stand their ground. Oh, yeah. ...who will not cave and make some kind of corporate, just mindless cash grab. a creative battleground here. Yeah. Oh. Like, never seen before. You thought Edgar Wright leaving Ant-Man was a big deal. You, sh- you sit down. I know. Because this is going to be the next movie game. Oh, it's going to be there. Like, I, I mean... You know where you know money meets uh, where money meets um, uh, production value. Well, well, well just production. Just production. <laughs> where 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 mindless blind money meets a willingness to spend that money. Mm. That's where that's where magic happens. And that 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 Venn diagram mm. is the middle of that is the Mario yeah. movie. And I believe that uh, uh, I forgot his name, which is silly. Mr. Mario himself, the King of Mario, yes. uh, Shigeru Shigeru Miyamoto. Shigeru Miyamoto. I believe, you know, he him and his team had just finished a, a busy day, you know, <coughs> at the um, the drawing board. Let's say. Know, Crafting a new game. All Nintendo's games are hand-drawn. <laughs> honing, whittling a new uh, s- Switch cartridge. Yes, everyone. Uh, and they sat down and they watched, they started watching um, Despicable Me 3. Uh, and they were on like the third dance number. They were two minutes in and they were on the third dance number. Yeah. And they said to themselves, that's it. That's the one who will take our sweet baby. Yes. Our sweet 
mustachioed baby into we have the world. been we have been burned by the movie industry before yes we let we let go mm. and what we need now is we need <laughs> we need someone who will hold and treasure and protect our IP, mm. the most precious thing we have. Because let's be honest, we got fuck all else. Like it's, it's our baby. Our IP is all we have. Yes. I cannot stress enough how it's all we have. <laughs> Particularly Mario, which probably represents ninety-eight percent of what we have. All we have. I, I want to stress it. We're going to give that to the minion guys. Yeah. <laughs> is it because they pitched it around and they spoke to a load of different companies mm. and they discovered that out of, out of all the pre-existing assets that every company owned the minions were the closest in size and dimension to mario <laughs> and they already went and would be the cheapest to reskin is what i'm yes. saying the mario movie is gonna be a red minion <laughs> <laughs> it's close enough oh banana it's a me mario <laughs> it's me but i mean mario <laughs> um yeah wow uh who else is in the cast Nick? oh let me tell you uh, tell me more it's a hell of a lineup so as peach um, the character who, in all the Mario stories, if you can even call it that, is, mm. is basically just captured and you have to rescue her. Mm. Uh, Anya Taylor-Joy. Who, uh, now I, I know why she was cast. Yeah, oh, do you? She she starred in The Queen's Gambit. She did. And what's a queen a lot like? A princess. A princess. Oh my God, you've nailed it. That's I mean, that, that may in fact have been... The Thor process. I, mm, um, yes, I, I think that's why that happened. Charlie Day is Luigi. He's one of them. Uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Indeed, men. and he was yeah. also in the Pacific Rim movie. He was, yes, yes. He was okay in the first one, and he was the villain, I believe, in the second one. You saw the second one? I wish I had. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, so, um, very much for sidekick. Yes. Yeah. Um, usually, very wisecracking sort of character. So, Luigi. <laughs> not only is he gay. Yeah, but he's gonna, he's going to crack a couple of zingers. He is going to crack wow. <laughs> um, he always. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, no mention of. There's no Wario. No mention oh, of Wario. Oh my god! No. Yeah. Um, and Denzel Washington as <laughs> reprising his role. <laughs> um, Wario. Jack Black as Bowser. Now this now, might be now. this might be one of the only good choices. <laughs> yes. It, Jack Black has has character. I reckon he'll bring some energy to it. Have you seen Bowser's mouth? Um, I feel like I mean I have. I can't picture it. Well, you know, but what I'm saying is, like, there's a certain kind of plasticine mm. kind of quality to Bowser. Yeah. Now with Sonic, who never should have existed in the real world, no. he was dragged kicking, and screaming. Yeah, literally. but he's got a small mouth. Mm-hmm. It can move quickly. Good for snappy dialogue. Yes. Now, you know how Bowser doesn't talk a lot? No, he tends to growl. Now, now Jack Black mm. is a human man. Can you imagine Jack Black delivering lines with that Jack Black energy? Mm. And can you imagine the Bowser mouth struggling to I keep I realise now this is all I'm going to be watching when we're inevitably <laughs> going to see this film. I'm going to be watching Bowser's mouth. Hashtag Bowser's mouth. Hashtag Bowser's mouth. Yeah. yeah. Um, I do think that that is, that is the kind of casting that should have happened across the board. Yes. They, they thought about a performance. They thought about a character. They brought the two things together. Yeah. Literally with everyone else, that hasn't happened. I also think that's quite cynical in itself. Because they cast uh, Jim Carrey as Dr. Robotnik. Yeah. And we all live in a post-Sonic world. Mm-hmm. I mean, look what happened. Sonic came out. Yeah. We went into an 18-month lockdown. No no coincidence. Coincidence? There. I think not. I think not. <laughs> uh, so Jim Carrey 
as the villain, mm. whether they meant to or not, they've established a formula. Yeah. And Nintendo, they're big risk takers. Oh, for sure. You big, know, big comedic actor. They Let's like breaking the, the mold. So, Jesus yeah. Christ, that's such a good point. Um, Keegan Michael Key as Toad. Yes. Yeah. So from the from the famous comedy duo Keen Peel, um, he is a weird choice. Yes, but but they'll, they'll have hired him for comedy. So I know now that Toad, who is historically a very Hilarious. funny character, yeah, yeah, a real rib tickler. Another character with a voice that we couldn't, t- uh, in his old voice, we couldn't have heard more than four seconds of. No, no. Um, we'll be very intrigued whether Mario is is literally just going to talk like Chris Pratt. Yes, and where the Toad is just going to talk like Keegan Michael Key. Like, is he just going to? He's just going to talk. Hello, I'm. All right, I'm Toad. What up? You know, that wasn't yeah. my, that wasn't my Keegan Michael Key impression. No, no. But I was just trying to be a person. Yeah, Toad isn't a person. He's a mushroom boy. Yeah, a little mushroom boy. So that's a good uh, question. Yeah, that's um, a, that's a grand question. Yeah. Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. Mm. Mm. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, Let that one marinate for a second. I think that's the moment they overplayed their hand. <laughs> I really do feel that that's the... It's already weird. Yep. And it's like, why are we doing this? Mm-hmm. And then it's like, okay, so you can hire not just Chris Pratt, but now Seth Rogen. Yeah. I'm not saying Seth Rogen is like big money, but he's, he's, he's a name. He's quite big money. He's a name. Mm. And you know he's just going to turn up and be Seth Rogen. That's oh, for what, sure. That's what you hire him for. We're definitely not getting Seth Rogen putting a voice on. We don't know yet whether Keegan-Michael Key and Chris Pratt are going to be putting voices on to be Mario and Toad. But I think for guarantees, Seth Rogen is just going to be Seth Rogen. And let's talk about Donkey Kong's mouth. Oh, I can picture Donkey Kong's now, mouth. Donkey it's Kong's like mouth. a broken walnut. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a big mouth. It's a really big mouth. You realise that no animator on the planet has faced the challenge of working out how Donkey Kong speaks. <laughs> this has just never come up before. It hasn't. No, I don't think so. No. no. There's a bunch of t- people in the, in the uh, Illumination creative team desperately working out how they can remove the word creative from their job description because it's a nightmare. There's one guy who's head up the team. Literally, the team is just Donkey Kong mouth team. Donkey Kong mouth, yeah. And they've been working for a week to build the rig. Yes. And they have reported back to the board of directors and they just let... He was just haggard. You know, his tie was loose, his hair was ruffled and and sweat pouring down his face and he just burst into the boardroom and he just said, it can't be done. It can't be done. Donkey Kong cannot talk. No. Never. Uh... (laughs) So we'll still hire Seth Rogen. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but... The whole thing will be uh, an inner internal monologue <laughs> of turmoil. <laughs> it's what Donkey Kong's thinking. He narrates, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, He's the narrator. <laughs> have they not also cast Cranky Kong? Yeah, Fred Armisen from Saturday Night Live fame. And and some other comedies and stuff as well. He's he's done quite a lot of voice acting stuff. He was in Final Space as the, uh, the droid, the obsessed droid that uh, oh. was quite funny. Right. Um, he is He is very... The thing about Fred Armisen is this is the kind of casting I would have expected across the board because he's a, a, a voice actor and B, able to do lots of different characters, which makes sense because you're going to be embodying a character. That's that an excellent exists. point. Do you hire someone who can play a character? Because everybody you've listed, they're not people you hire to play a character. No, no. no. Maybe Anna Taylor-Joy because she's actually an actor, whereas yeah. everyone else... Although I think she's better than this. Yes. Everybody else is a movie star, Mm -hmm. not necessarily an actor. Correct. Exactly. You don't hire Jack Black to disappear into the role. Oh, no. You hire him to be Jack Black. You want that Jack Black energy. Yeah. Mm. Now, hmm, interesting. Fred Armisen, maybe not as famous a name, Mm. but a talent at this sort of thing. Did it not also say, after this casting, also featuring in a mystery role, 
uh, Charles Martinet yeah. or Martinet. He's going to be in it. And this is, if anything, one of the greatest mysteries of our time. Because if he's not Mario... And this actually started to making me think, what is the story of the movie going to be? Because... Mm. Really, really, realistically, and I know we live in a, world, a post-Long Claw world, right? Mm. So saying the word realistically is completely pointless when dealing with these movies because, let's be honest, we're going to get a Long Claw in this film and it's going to piss me off. But anyway, that's an aside. We, realistically, Charles Martinet cannot voice anyone else but Mario, which means my theory is that he is going to voice Mario and something's going to happen to Mario to go from sounding like Charles Martinet to sounding like Chris Pratt. Oh, I hate that mm-hmm. you might be right. Mm. Or, 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 I'm interested. Is Charles Martinet only doing the Emanata? So is he only <laughs> doing the noises that Mario makes? Oh. Every other uh, spoken dialogue. So when he gets burned on the bum, he's like, ow, 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 ow. And then yeah. Chris Pratt's and then like, he's Chris Pratt. <laughs> ow, 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 ow. Ow. <laughs> Ow, that hurt my ass. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> um, gun to my head, mm-hmm. my prediction is... I think we should do the same, by the way, that we did for Sonic, put things in envelopes. Yeah. yeah. No, okay, maybe I should keep it to myself. Well, uh, this is very early days. Very early days. So I, I feel it's fine for you to... We haven't had a trailer yet. So I no, think it's fine no, for you to... No, it's a very... We'll, get, we'll Chuck one out if you want. Okay. Okay. B- not going to go into broad, broad strokes. I reckon... They're still going to do the hero origin story, oh, but for Mario. Interesting. I reckon we are going to see a quote-unquote real world. Oh, my God. By which I mean not the human world. I mean a Mario human world. I reckon Mario and Luigi. Oh, something beyond, something that's not the Mushroom Kingdom, but is a place where everyone looks y- like Mario. Yes. In his style. Uh, yeah. I, I, I reckon we are going to get that. We're going to see a, a world of people. Mm-hmm. Mario Odyssey kind of did that. With, with New Donk City. New Donk City. We're going to get a, a city where Mario and Luigi work. They're going to be down on their luck. And I reckon they will, will do the whole thing. They'll get sucked down a pipe or they'll, mm-hmm. they will end up in the Mushroom Kingdom. They will get caught up in wacky adventures. Awesome. And then Bowser will be invading... Like the finale will be the Mushroom Kingdom breaks out into the Mario world. Oh God! Okay, uh, yeah. that, and then because the, Donkey Kong, you got to have him on a building, haven't you? This is an interesting point because it's like, yeah, how is Donkey Kong going to fit into all of this? Yeah, I because what movies make the mistake of doing is they're like Don, uh, Mario, existing. Well, yes. yeah, <laughs> Mario doesn't make a lick of sense. No, right? no, he goes. He's he worse goes, than Sonic, actually. It actually is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes down a pipe. And he ends up in the Mushroom Kingdom. And we only know that because that's what they put in like the instruction booklet yeah. that came with the original And game. it's just a sentence. It's and, just a and sentence, And they don't yeah. give a fuck. No. Right, so, yeah, you can end up in the Mushroom Kingdom. And, 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 and from first glance, from first listening of that sentence, it sounds horrific. Yeah. Right, a, a land of fungus. Can and you also, imagine? There's a place in Sonic that's like that. Oddly, yes, oddly enough. Oh, yeah. my God. Crossover! Hopefully. Um, so... What movies tend to do, and I think is a mistake, is they're like, we need to explain this. Yeah. Why Why is it Mushroom Kingdom? Maybe he's having a bad trip. Mm. You know, <laughs> maybe when you go down a pipe, all that sewage, mushrooms grow down there, and it's kind of become a fantasy world. Do you know what I mean? There, there's going to be this this need to connect the dots, mm. which Mario, uh, Nintendo has never bothered to do in the past, never bothered to try and explain why the, the Mushroom Kingdom is down a pipe. They've never bothered to say that before. And now the movie's going to try and answer these questions. 
I just realized that the thing that probably makes me the saddest about this mm. is that they don't have a script yet. Oh, for sure. There is no script. It doesn't It doesn't matter. The story no. doesn't matter. It is irrelevant. The it movie will exist. It is irrelevant. Sonic sh- proved that. We have a cast. Yep. In a year and a half, we will have a film. What matters is we're making a Sonic movie. What matters is we're making a Mario movie. It doesn't yep. matter what it is. It doesn't matter. So it, 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 it makes me terribly sad to know that as of this moment, <laughs> I can safely say there is not a script. No. Not a lick of a script. However, when a script is eventually written, there will be end of act two a low point mm. in which Mario will have lost it all yep. and has to rise from the ashes like a phoenix mm-hmm. and the movie is going to want us to care about the fact yes. that Mario, our hero, now has to climb a tower and kick Bowser's ass. Yes. From the, the, from the ashes. Yes. Literally, Mario, he's lost his hat maybe. <laughs> you know, maybe uh, he got... He, he fell on a spike and now he's slightly now spo- he's, smaller, Mario. Now he's lowercase, Mario. Yeah. <laughs> There's a question for you. Ooh. Does Mario start real life Mario yeah. before he goes on his adventure? Is he uppercase or lowercase Mario? It's a great question. Yeah. Because it seems that whether or not he is uppercase or lowercase is predicated on whether he has a hat or not. Because it's horrifying. Yeah. Because if you or I were living our normal life and we touch a mushroom and suddenly you are twice the size. Yeah, with that, a hat. That's not exciting. You're not giant man. <laughs> you're, a, you're just a horrifying... Twice, kind of- twice the size of a normal man is a horrifying size to be. I would yeah. much rather be the size of a building yeah. or the size of a man Yes, that I am normal. I'd rather be 10 times as big yeah. or I'd rather be... Minuscule. Te- minuscule. I'd rather be Ant-Man or I want to be Giant Man. But I'm not going to be Double Man. Don't make me. Yeah, don't make me double. I don't Imagine be... that as a, like, okay, X-Men's real. We all get superpowers. What's mine? I'm Double Man. I, I could, when I want to, be twice the size. Yeah. That's horrible. And with Mario, <laughs> I'm not even sure it's the same dimensions because he gets a bit kind of mm. stretched in some way. So mm. it's kind of like, he's got like double the mass. But or four times the mass, but he's like twice as high. It's the inverse square rule. He's it like a compressed quite... chibi version when he's lowercase. Yeah, and then when he's like uppercase, he's this sort of like, it, like you've extended an accordion. Yes, like yeah, he, that the flesh only has so there's only so many places the flesh can go. There's gaps between the bones now. Yeah, there has to be, right? Um... <laughs> oh, this makes me sad. So, how does Donkey Kong? Why did Donkey Kong have to be in it? That's what I want to know. I. <laughs> He's. <laughs> I mean, Bowser's the villain. Donkey Kong used to be Mario's yeah. villain, and now and now Bowser's. Well, no, that's not true. Well, he started out in an early game as being the villain, and then Bowser has been a villain for a long time. Say what you will about the Sonic movie. They exercised restraint. Some might say a blind, optimistic restraint mm. by not putting tails and knuckles and the whole damn cask in the first movie. Mm. They somehow knew they were going to get a second. Somehow, a lot of cocaine. <laughs> Mario playing quite a few cards. Looks it, like right it. Right off the bat, because yeah. they're like, we've got to get Donkey Kong in. Yeah. You know? Are they What's building left? a cinematic universe? <laughs> What's left? <laughs> yeah. What do you hold back? There's nowhere. There's no one else. Because Mario... Yoshi? I guess. But I, they're, they're probably just going to get Yoshi in. And also, Yoshi, I don't think will talk. Well, I didn't think that most of these characters would talk. That's and now, true. I mean, Yoshi is going to be like... Um, well, I don't know. Yoshi's a glorified pet. Yeah. I mean, he could be like a cat. <laughs> so Yoshi could be like, um, well, given the current 
style of casting. It'll probably be like uh, Samuel Jackson or something like yes. that. Yeah. yeah, I reckon so. But then we've got all the alternate skins for the ladies, because we've got Peach, but we've also got Daisy and Pauline. Yes. Who typically were just like colour-shifted versions of Peach. But now they're going to be... Like, they've tried to do something with Pauline in Odyssey, make her into an independent character. Oh, and we've got Rosalina as well, that's not forget. Rosalina. God yeah. of time and space. The god of time and space, yeah. So she'll probably be in Mario too, I guess. It's a very odd franchise, It doesn't say. make any it sense. It doesn't lend... But it, the thing no is, continuity. it never, never wanted to. Because all Mario ever was was a game, and it, it completely embraced that. In many ways, far better than Sonic ever did. It tried to be a game, and it was only ever a game. And it was very good at that. And now... <laughs> Now they've got to square the circle. You either hire Lord and Miller to write the script. Yes. And direct. Which, to be honest, because they haven't written the script yet, they might. Yeah. But, oh God, it needs a good script. You can, make, you can make anything shit good. Yes. If it's well written. Illumination's track record does not... No. I, I wanna, this has got my hate, but I, I've had a hate in the bank for a while. Oh, really? Which I think I'll just mention quickly. Mm. Which is Mario's 3D lip. Which I don't like. The lower lip. Well, the thing is, Mario, mm. he's, he used to be two-dimensional. And we, yeah. knew, we knew how Mario looked. And then when Mario became 3D, we had to work out how how, he worked. how his face works. So you had Mario 64, and now you've got a 3D Mario, but he's mostly polygons. Yeah. You don't want to get a mouth. It's fine. No. And then later Mario's, you know, he's a bit more 3D, he's a bit rounded, it's fine. Mario Odyssey, the latest one, everyone, everyone can agree, it's a great game, seems to be universally loved. Yes. I greatly dislike the fact, I haven't even played it, I greatly, greatly dislike the fact that when Mario gets a moon, which yeah. is the new star, yeah, for some reason, jumps in the air, there's a little animation, and he's like, woo! And you get like a, and a freeze frame. Yeah. And in that freeze frame, we get a fully realized 3D, you know, incredible fidelity version of Mario's lip. Really? And you realize, of course, that Mario doesn't have lips. Because he's a he's a cartoon man. Indeed. Not a real man. So he doesn't have what we as humans would refer to as lips. He just has like a gummy flap. Oh no. And it should never be viewed from this angle. But when Mario goes like, yo, you get to see like the crease of like Mario's oh, no. lip in like slight profile. Oh, no. And I hate it because he looks like a, a gummy plasticine man. I'm gonna have to look this up because I haven't noticed this. Yeah, it's literally when he gets a when he gets a moon and him and Hattie or whatever is Hattie, Hattie. Cappy, his yeah. friend How dare is. You? <laughs> they go, ooh. And That's like, the rich Mario law you're dissing there. Yeah. <laughs> the story bank that they're gonna draw upon for this movie. Um and Tilda Swinton as Cappy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's like, you know, uh, him and Cappy start kind of swirling through the air and the orchestra swells and then it goes, oh. and it kind of freezes and mm. you get Mario's wobbly kind of cock nose, just kind of <laughs> like blobble. <laughs> and you just see his horrible gummy lip. You see the side of his lip and I don't like it. No, I don't so, like the sound of it. It's horrible. What you're saying. It You've played horrible. it. I've you? played it. Yeah. 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 You may have blanked that out. Maybe I did on purpose. It sounds like something I'd do. Um... There's not much more to say. No. I don't want to rag on a movie that isn't out yet. But no, at the please, same time, please do. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, I will yeah, then. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, like, it just... The, I think my biggest issue is that it just seems so, so very cynical. It's incredibly cynical casting. Yeah. And it seems like there's no creativity here. Like, literally what Shigeru Miyamoto said after the reveal of Chris Pratt was, he's cool. It's like, was that the brief? Yes. You want to make Mario cool? So you just picked a cool man 
You didn't think anything about your character. And I know there's not much there. I know there's not much story there. I think we're probably going to get blasted for this. <laughs> but my point still stands that it's an incredibly cash-grabby approach. And Nintendo have always... Yes, they can't laugh at themselves. Yes, they're not particularly great at, at letting go of things and being a bit more, you know, maybe fun is potentially the word, but they're very good at making games. And it's like either stick to that or approach this movie in the same way you'd make the next Mario game. Neither of which are happening. I know that now. Yeah. It's a fact. I, they'd have to pull a miracle out of their ass to to assure me that this isn't going to be a train wreck. The, I mean, the, yeah, the signs that they have currently We've hired put out Charlie back. Kaufman to write the script. <laughs> <laughs> from finding... From, <laughs> sorry. From being John Malkovich to Synecdoche, New York. It's, it's everyone's fav- favourite subversive screenplay writer. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The bottom line is, though, we're, we're going to see it. We're going to see it. We're going to go see it, and we're going to report back. And I will go into that film with as open a mind as I can. You're a better man than me. <laughs> as I can. Yeah. Um, because I love Mario. I'll be there for him. But this film, whew, it's going to have to do a lot. You'll hold his hand as he goes He goes quietly into that good night. I, w- I want this. I'm telling you this now, John. I want this movie, and I want it to be good. But I, I, I feel like the warning signs are all already there. And everyone disagreed with us on Sonic, so no one gives a fuck what we think. But whatever, I'm here. I, I, I would say, and you know, he says reaching for another beer. I would say I'm, yeah, I'm willing to give Mario the benefit of the doubt in a way I wouldn't give Sonic. Okay. Because right off the bat, they haven't had him pop out of the Green Hill Zone and land in Cheapsville, New Mexico. Very true. Which is a much more convenient place to film a movie. And like you say, is a script off of a shelf that's been regurgitated 98 times. Yeah, so if it's a fully 3D realised world, despite the fact it's produced by Illumination, I'm already like, I'm not having to suspend disbelief in quite the same way. Sure. If that makes sense. No, I'll give you that. And I think that's um, probably one of the only things in its column right now. I've got hate. Go on then. I hate. Here we go. Huel. Oh, that that's always advertised. Yes. Thank you. Yes, indeed, indeed. What is it? Is it like a protein shake or some shit? Like, what is it? Now, I, I appreciate I'm burning the bridges of any <laughs> potential sponsorship. Oh, we've down done that a lot already. Yeah. yeah so. Um, but I am horrified by the number of adverts I see for Huel. 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 And you know this shit doesn't exist in a vacuum. Oh, no. It's not like a couple of enterprising young bucks in their bedroom ground up what was in the bottom of a fridge, created a brand new smoothie, and unleashed it on the world. No. 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 This This has come to us. We are seeing the end result of a vast segmented entity we call the marketing engine. And it is shat this out from its coiled, you know, chitinous, you know, nethers. And now we are forced to consume Huel. We are the moth that is trying to fly away from the shit that is mu- that is Huel. <laughs> so when you sit for an unskippable 17-second advert on YouTube, just know that you are bouncing off the porcelain walls <laughs> of the prison that marketing's ass has made above you. Yeah. So open, don't look up. Oh, don't look up. <laughs> don't look up because because that abyss, that gaping maw that you see above you, that brown eye that stares down upon us all, that is the marketing engine of Huel. So I'm just saying, when the time comes, close your eyes, 
Open your mouth because the quicker you swallow, the sooner you will die, and then you will no longer have to consume fuel. Exactly. So Nick, that should be the tagline. <laughs> smash cut too. <laughs> by now, we're sponsored by. So Nick, tell me, what's the world's number one complete food? Um, probably a kale. <laughs> probably anything. I don't know. Anything what else? What is a complete food? A complete food. What does I mean, that even mean? A food. Let's break this down. A food is something I can eat that gives me nu- nutritional value that I can live off of. Is this like me after I've sunk a sick ba- uh, basket going, that's absolute basketball? Yes. Which I do. 100% b-ball. Yeah. That's what you say. Yeah. As I kind of parade in front of the uh, the charity toddlers who mm. have just kicked their asses and I say absolute basketball <laughs> and I kick the strongest, ugliest one in the face. And like nine of know, them are crying. And nine of them are crying. <laughs> um, and I've sat there among them, but I'm also crying. Is that like when Huel stride into the kitchen and they kick a chef in the face yeah. and they go complete food they grab a celery stick and they snap it over their knee and they just go food no this is complete food (laughs) and then they climb on the table and they squat over the pan and they just deliver huel they coil off into your pan and you'll eat it because we're huel well here's a question for you nick Mm. Uh, and i'm genuinely curious now what do you suppose huel is a portmanteau of because it has to be right my guess is human Fuel. Yes. Yeah, that's lit- that, that was my thinking as well. Are you telling me it's not? No, well, nobody knows. Oh, you're kidding me. I reckon, well, you don't want to give your secrets away, do you? Um, Is that a secret? Could it be health fuel? Could it be? That could, that could be better. Hell fuel. Mm. For demons. Hun- from demons. Hunk fuel. Hunk fuel is what it is. Hunk fuel. I think we know. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I think you found it. I think we got there. I think we brainstormed it. Yeah. I think we think tanked it. I think we got it. It's hunk fuel. Gentlemen. <laughs> Gentlemen, we've been arguing for hours. This board meeting won't come to an end until we work out what unifies the twin goals of hunk and fuel. <laughs> hunk fuel. Oh no, Huel. 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 Hang on. Huel. It sounds stupid. It doesn't sound. Do you say that out loud in the board meeting? I wonder whether no one's ever said it out loud. No. Because fuel. It's a cool word, right? It's yeah. like a manly word. You know, it's like, yeah. You know what your body needs, boy? I mean, man. Your body needs fuel. Yeah, and, be you know, remember that for every second you see a fuel advert on the TV, mm. hours of discussions, just like this, yes. without irony, have no. gone into working out what to call this shit. Po-faced masculine testosterone fuel discussions have gone into, like, a room that gets so hot and stinks so bad has gone into making this work. A room that is so moist <laughs> that the scrapings were Huel ver- version one. Yeah. Yeah. That's a a yeah. room that was that was so wet and, and heated that a squeegee was a man's best friend. Yeah. Because that's how we got Huel version 1.0. Uh, a room where three uh, three men with eight-digit salaries, are independently, uh, you know, uh, uh, aggressing yeah. a hobby horse from different angles. Oh, yeah. A frayed leather hobby horse mm. while screaming fuel. Yes. And health or hunk. And in a corner, a bare-chested man <laughs> punched a pint of milk for hours. <laughs> and we never knew why. <laughs> And there was a 
two-way mirror. And there's just like a bunch of people in white coats and clipboards. <laughs> just going, yes, yes, more. And then, and then, even the, then the CEO rips his shirt off and starts like, like a baby seal. Just kind of like. Flapping on his flapping chest. on the table, and then somebody's just like <laughs> the man next to him bites the lid off a pint of olive oil and just starts drinking. <laughs> just shears through the metal with his teeth, <laughs> and the two people are closest to the door like just press a button and like a metal grate slams <laughs> down. <laughs> and then there's another two-way mirror, and then outside, and an LED display just lights up. And it just goes Huel version 2.0 complete. <laughs> And then the crowds go wild and everyone in the bullpen just behind their desk just flip their desk paper everywhere. We've done it! I actually thought you were going to say that like silent alarms start flashing around the building. Fuel is upon us. Fuel is coming. <laughs> the doors start. Defend yourself. All the windows start, like, shut and start going down. 60% of you will die. <laughs> I feel like I've lost sight of what fuel is. What is fuel? I don't know. Um... Over 150 million meals. Well, I feel some air Condensed into one glass. (laughs) Never has a sentence needed air quotes around every word. Uh, Over 150 million meals sold. Uh, We kind of could have done with a full stop there, but, you know, they're busy. Yeah, sure. They don't have time for those. Swap out lunch. Swap in Huel. Get all the carbs, protein, fiber, fats, and 26 vitamins and minerals you need from a meal. Plus, save time on meal prep from only £1.32 per serving. (laughs) What's the opposite of an erection? (laughs) I've got one of those. (laughs) Like, it's got the same intensity, but it's like a negative version. (laughs) <laughs> oh god and I've just got a pop up saying get a free bag of banana powder <laughs> banana powder join millions of hooligans oh no they're called hooligans oh no join millions of hooligans by signing up to our mailing list and get a free bag of banana powder version 3.0 on us when version you... 3.0 that was our joke I it's know. real. It's real. I like I like the idea that like banana powder version 3.0 is what happened to the Venezuelan plant before the <laughs> yeah. cleaning team got in. That was the event name. <laughs> yeah. And then they were like, actually, it sounds quite good. Um, hooligans. Let's break Hooli- that down. Let's talk about that. Capital because H. Hooligans. Disruptive marketing. Yeah. But n- never positive, really. A hooligan is not really a cool, positive thing. They're leaning into that? Um, Question mark. But but Nick, yes, oh, John. I'm sorry, we're all assholes. It yes. is it is human plus fuel. Oh, it is. It's Do been they, confirmed. Yeah, they actually say it. Yeah, they says fuel. Open brackets. Mm. Human. Mm. Where the capital H in human has been bolded. Oh, cool. Plus fuel. Right. Where the U E L has been bolded. Oh, I'm glad they clarified that. Think close, close brackets. That sounds like an Excel formula I've done before. <laughs> is nutritionally complete food. Right. That sounds like a legal clarification. It sounds it? like this tastes like fucking garbage, but it gives you everything you need. <laughs> I love how it's probably it's probably a ruling that says you can't call it food. No. Like if I took um a steak <clears throat> and I put the steak in maybe a um particle accelerator. <laughs> and, I, and I smashed every atom in that steak. Yeah. Down to its con- constituent parts. Yeah. And put that on a plate. Yeah. Now, I could argue 
that everything that went into that steak is on that plate. You could. But I couldn't call it food. No. So I do wonder if having to say a lot, it's nutritionally <laughs> complete food, is some kind of legal by by law. And I think they think that what they're what they're achieving by saying that is is some sort of like impressive sounding thing. Like this is nutritionally complete. But the truth is, is that they are they are legally skirting an issue of mm. it not actually being a foodstuff at all. It's actually maybe closer to an adhesive or a... <laughs> industrial solvent yeah. or a kind of cow castrator kind Ye- of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, some sort of like casting resin. <laughs> I mean, like it will if you've got any like kind of like minor surface tears in your car tire, like it will really just kind of ablate that quite nicely. <laughs> Anything that ablates is good, right? Have you seen those videos on YouTube of a guy like using super noodles to patch up a sink? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Have, you like seen, that. have you seen those videos where they take like um, a big hunk of oak yeah. and they drill a hole in it and yeah. they fill it with like a clear blue resin Yes. and then they make a desk out of it? That looks like a river. Yeah, that's Huel. That's Huel. That's Huel, yeah. Hashtag that's Huel. So Huel mm. is nutritionally complete food. Right. Uh, this means that every Huel meal contains a balance of all 26 essential vitamins and minerals. Oh. Plus protein. Same number as there is letters of the alphabet. <clears throat> Interesting. It's funny that, isn't it? Mm. Yes. Uh, including vitam- <laughs> vitamin Q. <laughs> vitamin Q? <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> vitamin pound sign. <laughs> vitamin ampersand. <laughs> wow. It's enriched with vitamin umlaut. <laughs> the super rare version. <laughs> You're just smiling or your teeth fall out. Um, Glowing. Essential. Or <laughs> 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 your teeth fall out. And when they hit the ground, they start steaming. <laughs> Burning into time. They stop moving in little circles. Yeah. Um, essential fats, carbs, fibre and phytonutrients in a oh. single product. Okay. It was started by Julian Hearn. Yeah, it was. His name may be a portmanteau, I'm not sure. Yeah, for human and fern. <laughs> half we, man, half fern. His mission mm. was, oh, to, was okay. to make nutritionally complete. There it is again. What? There wasn't a void here in the market. There wasn't like, hey, what to eat? There's loads to eat. I can have a sausage. I can have a sausage roll. I could have a cocktail sausage. There's loads of options out there for food. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Like, there's no need for this. Is it there? Contains 26 vitamins and absolutely no joy. <laughs> it's Huel. <laughs> it's hard to get through. <laughs> so to make uh, nutritionally complete, okay. c- convenient, affordable food mm. with minimal impact on animals and the environment. Okay. Huel is made from plant-based sustainable ingredients. That's good, I guess. Like oaks, pea. Rice. Hang on. Pea. Flaxseed. Pea as in piss? No, no, pea as in the plant, Nick. Good, good. Coconut and sunflower. It's just that you said pea and not peas. And it's, oh, that's, what they, that's what they said, Nick. Okay, I just think it is still piss. And, it, and, it, and it's available in a range of six products. Oh, there's six Huels. Powder. Oh. Black edition. What? Complete protein. I don't like it. Hot and savoury. Um. <laughs> ready to drink. I don't like that. And bars. What? <laughs> I thought you were going to say balm at first. Yeah. I like, just rub it in. Just rub it in. <laughs> so you may be asking yourself, 
when, <laughs> where, and how to use Huel. Are you reading this? Yeah. This I'm... is real. Okay, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> now, <laughs> we're clear on the why. Uh, okay. But you might ask, when, where, and how to use Huel. I mean, I guess if it's a food, I know how to do it. I mean... It's simple. Yeah. Huel is ideal for those time-pressured meals. When you're on the go, in a rush, and away from the kitchen. And got the splats. You've got a bad case of the muds. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a drippy body. Don't worry about it. Heel's here for you. Hey, brah, if you're 15 minutes into a deep porcelain session, <laughs> Heel's got the minerals you need to not go blind. Have you had six moths already come out from between those legs? Well, don't worry. <laughs> Heel's here. Um, Heel now. Typically, this means breakfast or lunch during the working week. Ah, oh, my Le- right. <laughs> Fuck Mondays. Leaving room to enjoy a more traditional meal with family and friends on the evening, in yeah, the evening or at the weekend. We're all just drinking Huel round a family table. Mm-mm-mm. Find out below what our Huligans have to say. Fuck off. Reduces my tendency to eat unhealthy food for lunch. Right. Cheap, nutritious food. No more sandwiches and crisps for lunch. I like sandwiches. Huel has genuinely changed my life. I tend to eat, I get, no, I get to eat healthy, eat ethically, and save money. Sure. Save money, question mark? It's easy, tasty, convenient, and just fantastic. Oh. I get so much more done with Huel in my diet. You're convincing me, John. I'm coming around. (laughs) Watch out. (laughs) So, my point is, Mm. like, there are many products out there which are like, uh, it's a protein shake. Yeah. Or it's a smoothie. Yeah. Or it's a kind of like, it's a meal replacement Kind of yeah, thing. that's often a thing. Yeah, you know, big time. Maybe you're trying to lose weight, or maybe you're on a bit of a health uh, kick. I think to... I thought that's what Huel was. I think I yeah. thought it was for like bodybuilders and. Stuff. I well, here's the thing. That's why I think the marketing around Huel is really weird. Because mm. I thought, you know, protein powder is a thing. Yeah. There's a product called Mutant Mass. I mean, you can buy a sack of powder called Mutant Mass, mix it with a bit of. I don't know, beef stock or whatever. Any <laughs> any liquid bovril. <laughs> they got a nice hot, refreshing drink for a run, you know. Um, get your gravy urn out and get running, bitch. All those products come with a special bottle which has a built-in grill to stop chunks going up the pipe. That's true. Yeah, that's a fact. Because there might be some chunks. Oh. I don't think any product that says up front, there might be chunks. There might be chunks. Hashtag there might be chunks. Yeah. I'm not going to trust that. But okay, yeah, okay, go on. So, and and also, I've known I've known people in my life, yeah. who for reasons, have had to gain weight. Sure, you know they were underweight, and so the doctor will say to them, you know, keep eating, and it. also drink some meat. But also, mass. here's like uh, you can get these protein shakes. They're good for putting on mass. Sure, you know, great. Mm. But Huel, <clears throat> they're reaching out to all these kind of like wannabe bloggers, yeah. wannabe vloggers, mm. these kind of video stars, the TikToks, you know, peeps. Yeah, and so you get these. Quasi real videos where it's like, oh, I'm going to watch a video. Uh, I, you know, you go, oh, I can't wait to watch the latest fail compilation. <laughs> Lol. Click. And then you get this unskippable ad where a guy in a black branded t shirt, that's weird, isn't it? That is He's weird. just casually wearing Does he that. Does he have that? Okay. Wa- walks into his kitchen with a box. He's like, sup, guys. It's me, you know, weight fan. <laughs> and like, g- Gangs Lord, you know. Yeah, it's me, Vascular Steve. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Vein popping Jared. 
Watch me pop. Well, he's in the kitchen. <laughs> Sup, boys? It's Vascular Joe. And he, and, and he just puts a, a, a jam jar under his bicep and just shatters it on camera. Yeah. Built different. <laughs> in it. And he goes, I've just got my new sack of Huel. Can't wait, can't wait to try it out. And it's just like, you know. It's sa- the size of an Ottoman. And it's like, it's like a sack of powder. It's like, with fuel, all the pesky, you know, prepping and chewing time that goes with a meal is out the window. Now, I just take the powder, add water, give it a shake, and I can drink a meal in two seconds. Great. And he's like, slurp. He goes, ooh, that one was spicy. <gasps> what? Yeah. There's a spicy we, one. We mentioned hot and spicy. Oh, you did. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. So my point is, they're like... Spicy so, so, smoothie. So those mm. adverts are like, hey, guys... Who has the time anymore to eat? I mean, it's a basic human. Sure, yeah, It's fine. a basic human burden, having to eat. He's yeah. Like, Who's got the time anymore? I like it, John. And chewing. Here I am using my jaw like a sucker. Like a goon. Like a goon. <laughs> when I could have fucking cum drains. <laughs> Look at this. Look at my pelvis. <laughs> so, literally, they're like... You have a you have a shit job. You're working hard. You're too busy. So let's suck the last bit of joy out of the day. Yes. Where you get to step away from your desk and eat an overpriced egg sandwich. It's the only good thing in a working Throw day. Throw it out the window. Drink this. Yeah. Now now we've been working together a bit the last few weeks. We have. And it's like a joy. we we'd we'd have those walks to subway. Is a subway sandwich good for us? No. No. But if someone outside. If a man in an overcoat outside Subway who had a a, a, a blender and an amphora <laughs> filled with with a grill over the top of it, like, hey. he had a carafe of like some grey soupy liquid. Hey. I was like, hey, what if for one pound thirty you could have an entire meal yeah. in a glass? You could have your bacon and chicken, Italian herbs and cheese. Do I have in. to chew, good sir? No, no, no. You're not a fucking idiot, are you? Yeah. No. This is the be- This is the. This is one of apparently the one of the selling points. Just open your gullet, sweet yeah. child. I'll baby bird it into you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then it just slides down. Yeah. So Huel are going like. And I was like you. I thought it's just going to have a protein powder. Yeah. But no. 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 Because this is marketing. This is why it's evil. Because somebody behind this was like, we're already selling protein protein powder to everyone. But only bodybuilders are buying it. only bodybuilders. How do we get the people who aren't bodybuilders? So they convince you that you're wasting time every day by eating a meal. They create a need where there isn't one. They create a need where there isn't one. And they sell you this Soylent Green bullshit. Yes. And tell you... Like I do not doubt that chemically it has everything you need. Yeah. Oh. Oh no. I don't doubt yeah. that at all. And yeah. I also doubt it's ethical. And I also don't doubt that it's uh it's cheaper. I don't doubt any of those things. Yeah. But, but here's here's the fucking truth, John. Is that one of the greatest pleasures and only pleasures left to me mm. as a 35 year old man is eating. Yes. That's all I, I have know. left. It's amazing. <laughs> You know, I don't go to work because I enjoy working. No. I go because I know there'll be a brief window of light in my dark existence where I can go downstairs and buy a stale sandwich from a grumpy man. Yeah. And I'll thank him for it. Yeah. And I also go to work because I know I'll get money, which I can spend that money on food to eat, which I like doing. I know. But don't do you ever think like you're wasting time eating, Nick? And you're wasting time consuming media. Uh, I'm going to say yes so yes. you'll keep talking but, but here's my point it's like <laughs> where does it end Nick where does it end because the evolution to Huel yeah. is not a bar it's a pill yes 
It's literally just here is a food tablet. But this is the thing, isn't it? It's like it's like oh, it's so inconvenient having to eat when you could spend more time on your spreadsheets. It's like okay, let's take every fucking thing that is the the remaining pleasure to the human experience, and we'll distill that down into the smallest, greyest, shittest version of it possible yeah. to save fucking time for spreadsheets, and then. What's left? Like you say, the, the, the end game, the end case scenario of what Huel is selling is the death of humanity. And that, John, that is not an exaggeration. Yeah. They are selling the death of humanity. Yeah, because what is like what is the extension? The extension is it's a pill or you just walk around with a kind of drip. Er, er, yes, an ergonomically, yeah. you've got a platypus full of slurry <laughs> on your back. Oh, my God. You've got like a, a piece of chewing, a piece of, Piece of garden hose going into your vein. Yeah. And every now and then you just have to pump your arm a bit and another lump goes. And every time you walk through a shop door, Mm. it Wi-Fi downloads some more Huel into your backpack. So wherever you go, every doorway you pass through just adds a bit more Huel into (laughs) your life. You have have a special (laughs) backpack. Which it's, it's flexible and it's just full of fuel. Just full of it's fuel. It's brimming with fuel. Yeah. And then there's like a kind of um, metal funnel on the top. And every time you enter a building, you just pause for a half step and a, and a shoot drops another spoonful. You know in like the wrong trousers, like Wallace and Gromit, and yeah. there's that porridge like flying through the air? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's, a globule. That's kind of what I imagine fuel looks oh, like. Oh, I think it probably does. Yeah. yeah, I think it's, I think, yeah. But my point is they're saying like, it gives you everything you need to eat. You don't need to chew, and it's cheaper than actual food. Way! And I do not believe for a minute that it is cheaper than actual food, because if it were cheaper than actual food, ancient civilizations would have worked it out. Oh, yeah. If, no, we have been around for a very long time. S- somebody's getting hella rich off this bullshit. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure, no, for sure, for sure. It's outrageous. But also, it, isn't it something you have to subscribe to? Because everything yeah. you have to subscribe to these days. So it's like, subscribe to your food slurry provision funnel. Yeah. You know, like... <sighs> yeah, hey, I'm with you now. Hey, Nick, but, you know, look, we're, we're being very cynical. Let's get real. Hey, maybe we should, we, maybe we should hear from, from, from some customers. From some hooligans. From some customers. Let's hear from some, some hooligans. God, okay. Okay. So Michelle Meyer, who's a fitness consultant. Right. So unemployed. <laughs> says... <laughs> says Real food is essential for me, a human being who wrote this and not a robot. I'm so sorry. I lost yeah. It. yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Real food. I need food to live. Hey, Nick, you know how sometimes like, I'll come up to you after a busy day and I'll say, real food is essential for me. I think you've said it every day. I know. I know you. If it's you just, had a penny. It's just such a normal human thing to say. If you had a penny for every time I said that, you could almost afford Huel. I, well, <laughs> let's not say things we can't take back. Real food is essential for me, a living being. <laughs> As is light. Huel products. space to move. Huel products have real ingredients like oaks, coconut oil, <laughs> pea protein. And four question marks. <laughs> And oobleck. <laughs> and the secret element, blarst. <laughs> and the secret ingredient. And then she threw her head back and emitted a tone that no human ear can, can process. <laughs> Pea protein. 
and is easy to prep easy to prepare to have on the go. Sure. Other products on the market often contain fillers and lack the phytochemicals that Whole Foods or a product like Huel provides. Every time I go to Greg's, I say, "Oh, can I have one with more phytochemicals what in?" The fuck is a phytochemical? <laughs> I studied biology. Yeah, well, did like, you, John? Is that plankton? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Cree. <laughs> um, Tavis Piataloy. That's a name. Founder and director of several companies devoted to sports and nutrition. None of none of which he named. Right. I mean, I could fucking say that. Yeah, I, I founder of some companies. I thought. Just apropos of nothing. I thought I'd bring up the Huel website and we'd maybe wring some comedy out of it. I could not make up how bullshit this is. No. What I love about Huel is the versatility of the products. It provides a comprehensive nutrient profile. <laughs> nutrient profile? With a balanced blend of macronutrients. Hurry, ladies, swipe right. <laughs> It provides a comprehensive nutrient profile with a balanced blend of macronutrients, mm. along with a complete vitamin and mineral profile. It can be used as a meal for very active people and people with a busy schedule. It can be used as a paste to stick a horse to the road. And Toby Amador, best-selling author of numerous cookbooks. Right, again, vague. None of, none of which are named. Uh, yeah. Time is my biggest commodity. But isn't it everyone's? I don't have time to cook a meal in the kitchen. As a cookbook author and yeah, wo- hang on. <laughs> and working mother of three children, I too can get overwhelmed with the day. Still, I want complete nutrition in my meal, and that's my time for turning to Huel. I mean, there are people out there with busier jobs and more children who can cook three fucking meals a day. Like, fuck off. <laughs> that is not true. I am... It's one thing to bring me... It's one thing to bring me a powdered meal drink hmm. and tell me that that's a meal. That's a meal, That's a John. meal in a can. However, <laughs> it does come in six varieties, Nick. And one of them is hot and spicy. Yeah, so uh, earlier you gave us the six different formats it comes I'm in. I'm just trying to find the formats again. But yeah. I want the flavours. I want it because there's banana and there's this hot and spicy. Mm. But I want to know whether there's like cheeseburger. I've lost these six flavours. Have they legally had to remove those from the website? While I'm just going to quick, re- quickly Google it. I'm just going to Google uh, six, the six elements. No, the six flavours... Of Huel. Here we go. Where has it gone? I've lost the flavours of Huel. Six flavours of Huel. I've lost the flavours of Huel. Where is it? Jesus Christ. Oh, okay. So we've got banana, we've got chocolate, we've got berry. And the description of berry is sweet, delicious berry. <laughs> <laughs> and then we've got vanilla. And the description of vanilla is silky smooth vanilla. Temporarily now, out of stock. <laughs> now, Nick. All of vanilla is out of stock. Now, um, you and I have watched a sketch by a popular comedy group mm, called Auntie Donna. We have. Called Jambalam. Yes, it's very which funny. Which is very funny, which is about a fake food product. Now, <laughs> it's very, if you look it up, go to uh, YouTube, the YouTube, yeah. and type in Auntie Donna Jambalam. It's now, very funny. The reason I bring that up is uh, if you heard somebody say, oh, Jesus, I've lost it again. Literally, it was a... Oh, what a shit website. It's literally a line which sounded like it came from Jambalam. It's what I'm saying. So, 
This isn't, you know, this isn't quick food. This is proper food. This is going, good food. Okay, I realize I'm just browsing the, the Huel website now, which is maybe not amazing. I've lost Great the six, audio. I, I terribly, I've lost the six flavors, and I don't know where they've gone. Well, at the very least, there's berry, sweet, delicious berry. And there's vanilla, but that's out of stock. This meal looks like it's solid. I think you can buy solid meals. Well, you said there were bars. Yes. Just chow down on a quick bar. Um, I think... I've heard all I need to hear. I think in 95, 94 episodes, this may be the, the most purest, genuine hate I've ever brought to the table. <laughs> and it's, and it's a powdered meal substitute. Oh, I found them. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Powder, black edition. Wait, so, okay, these are the formats. Yeah, yeah so number yeah. one. No, six products. Six products. Powder. Powder. Form Captain Planet. Powder. <laughs> Balls. Black ed- heart. <laughs> Balls. Powder. Black edition. What's black edition? Well, let's, well, hang on. Okay, sorry. Complete powder. That's just powder again. No, sorry. Complete protein. Oh, okay. <laughs> powder. Black edition. Complete protein. Hot and savory. Jesus. Ready to drink. Bars. Right. I, mean, I, can, I got... can work out powder. I can work out ready to drink and I can work out bars. How is powder different to complete protein? Exactly. What's black edition? Is it black powder? Is it volcanic ash? It's a cube that's delivered to your t- your door once it a week. Floats six feet off the ground and emits a hum. Huel Black Edition. Oh, con- yeah. Contains fifty percent less carbs, thirty-three percent more protein, zero artificial sweeteners, and is naturally gluten-free because it's legally not food. <laughs> it's a diamond. And still contains all twenty-six essential vitamins and minerals, essential facts, fibre, and phytonutrients. It sounds like it's everything that all the other stuff should be as well. Yeah, and, and the good news, Nick, is that all first orders of Huel powder include a free shaker and scoop. A scoop? A scoop and a shaker. I don't want a scoop. You get a jumper as well, Nick, if you want. You get a Huel Oh, well, then I can make, then I can make Huel ads because I can be branded up. Wow. So there we go. That's yeah, that's That's Huel. Oh, that's Huel, everybody. That's Huel, everyone. Suck it up. Oh, I'm just I'm morbidly fascinated now. What's for hot and spicy? Yeah, click on that. Huel Hot and Savory is a hot, tasty, plant-based instant meal that gives your body all the good stuff it needs to thrive, but none of the love. (laughs) Its carefully curated blend of real whole food ingredients is packed with, okay, the 26 fucking essential vitamins, blah, 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 blah. Probably some phytonutrients. Just add boiling water and you're good to go. So it's like a tea or like a coffee or a or a or a bovril. I think it kind of expands or a to, gravy? to look a bit like food. I think they do sell some of them are like kind of dehydrated mm. meals which you can rehydrate. But then I think the star of a show is the drink. Yes, you can of just course. kind of like you can just chug it down. <coughs> don't chew. No. In fact you're losing energy by chewing. Yeah, there will be lumps, but don't chew them. Don't chew them. No. Now, Nicholas. Hello. Now we've got Huel out of our system. Oh, thank God. We have had quite <laughs> it a... It sh- never leaves your system. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Can you imagine a Huel shit? Oh, a Huel shit. I mean, that's on their Instagram, let's be honest. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, that's Huel version three. <laughs> <laughs> They're working on how they can get it back <laughs> and just resell it. Um, we have had a smorgasbord Ooh. of, uh, well, no. A, a meat substitute smorgasbord drink. Sure. Of listener submissions, Nicholas. We don't do this enough. We don't. We don't care. No, <laughs> because we're bad people. <laughs> so um, I thought we could spend a bit of time going over what the listeners have to say. Let's do it. Yeah, maybe our loves are irrelevant. 
Oh, is this what you're saying? Well, I don't know. Do it's going to replace our loves? Do you reckon your love was any good? I mean, it was as good as a love ever is. It's like an afterthought, isn't it? Okay. On this show. Yeah, we could just like <laughs> shit it out at the end, maybe. Sure, let's just shit yeah. it out at the end, yeah. Uh, okay, so um, should we just work through a few things? Let's work through a few. Let's, okay. get, let's get them over with, if I'm honest. <laughs> well, good old... It's a fan favourite... It's Philip Gibbs. Here he is, Gibbo. Gibbo. It's been a while, Gibbo. I mean, either it's good to have you back, Gibbo. Either we've been really ignoring you, or you've been too happy in life, Gibbo. No, he's been posting every day. <laughs> it's just we don't care. Just bad people. Yes. So this is one for the uh, the literary folk in the audience. Oh, uh, Gibbo says, "I hate ineffective contents pages." Interesting. I know this doesn't sound like much, but as, but as somebody who has a habit of constantly checking the contents to see chapter lengths while reading, any minor problems can escalate very quickly for me. But it can get bad. Oh. So very bad. Oh, we have to turn over the page. <laughs> there is a series of graphic novels by Titan that reprint the entire Doctor Who IDW run. Okay. The contents of a second volume of the 10th Doctor's run contain, contain a section marked Fugitive. Okay. I assume, naturally, that this refers to the comic called Fugitive. Now that's a big assumption, Gibbo. I don't, I don't know about that. <laughs> Therefore, leaving out the begin of the beginning of the arc in Silver Scream. So I read Silver Scream. I tracked down a copy of a graphic novel that, he, that it originally appeared in, only to find out that Silver Scream is in fact in the Titan graphic novel, and Fugitive instead refers to the entire arc rather than just the individual story title on this one occasion. Oh, just lovely. And to make matters worse, the contents page gives page numbers but none of the pages are numbered in the book, so the information is essentially useless. That is ridiculous. That is categorically ridiculous. Gibbo, on behalf of the um, uh, publishing industry, I'd like to say, we gotcha. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we do. Yes. That was the equivalent of a book spike trap, and you fell into it. Yes. Um, It's the only joy that an editorial team can derive is to ruin the reading experience. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, but no, I agree. That's awful. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, um, our agreement is maybe so pure and total that I feel there's very, very little to say. The only thing I have to say is that I remember when I was a kid and I first bought a novel. I was very young and I'd never bought, an, I'd never read a novel before. And I think it was a famous five book was my first novel experience. I see. Did you buy it with your own money? I can't remember, but I think so. Ah. Yes. I was a good boy. <laughs> um, and I'd never seen a contents page before. And I so opened it. The story isn't up to much. There's <laughs> a lot of gaps. <laughs> I mean, there was. He did. Um, but yeah, I saw this and I was like, oh, so you can choose where the fuck you want to oh, go. Interesting. You were trying so, to gamify your reading experience. I think maybe right I was. Okay. This is why okay. I was naturally inclined for video games, I think. But like, I just saw like chapter four, you know, five get, get sketchy or whatever. And I was like, I'll start there. So I just turned to page 309 and crack on. And, it, and, and I didn't understand what the fuck was going on. And I said to my mum, what's, what's this all of this content? I mean, I jumped to where I wanted to go and I don't understand anything. She's like, no, you start at the beginning of a book, Nick. Did she hit you? Only a couple of times. Just the normal amount. <laughs> Held you down. <laughs> um, you idiot. <laughs> so that was my opening experience with the contents page. I remember it very well. Um... Yeah, I, I, I'm really, really... I've, I've assembled a few contents pages in my time. Oh, sure, sure. I developed a bit of you a... You make books. I do. I, and also, when I used to work for um, a company that uh, produced incredibly dry <laughs> reports mm. on higher education institutions, 
uh, I I developed a bit of a name for myself. The content boy. The content boy. For, be, <laughs> for being the one who could could generate a sweet contents page Ooh. in uh, a Word document. That skill's worth a lot these days. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Um, yeah. And occasionally I do still dream about the power it uh, it afforded me. Yeah, well, thanks, Gibbo. Agree with you. Uh, Jack Gunyo, or Jack Funyo, as I might say. Yeah, he uh, hates it when you say that. Though. No, sorry, that was a typo. It's Gunyo. <laughs> it is Gunyo. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> says, I love the sound of rain on a window or conservatory. Oh, yes. Other, uh, other products are available. <laughs> uh, that's the sound of playing a video game all day as a kid. Or a good book, if you're feeling classical. Mm. Along the same lines, though, I hate the dread it fills me with about going outside to work. Bloody weather, eh? Am I right? That's very relatable. He's a man of the people, Jack Gunn. He is. He is a man of the people, and rain gets you wet, and nobody likes that. It does. Yeah. It does. It's horrendous, yeah. Uh, I I too like the sound of rain battering mm. against my various transparent surfaces in my house. However, at the moment, moment, that means... Leaks. You have some leaks. Too. I have some yeah. leaks. So when the rain comes down, and on my conservatory, it sounds amazing. Like the conservatory sounds like it's it's falling apart, and I love that sound. But it is falling apart, John. It is. Mm. Uh, there is mm. rain getting in, and when a heavy rain falls, and I hear that lovely sound, it means get the buckets, boy. Yeah, I love how we decided to store a lot of stock in that conservatory. I think yeah. that's that's good. To, uh, most good of to it. No. Yeah, most of it. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's only a bit wet. No, and your your ancient papyruses are yes. obviously uh, kept yeah, there. and all my scrolls yeah. of various martial arts techniques. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, isn't it? Because um, I, I think we can infer a lot about Jack's life here. Yes, it suggests uh, it, it suggests that one, he he has a conservatory. Yes, and two, he owns at least one video game yes. and one book. And hates going outside and wherever possible will not leave the yeah. house. Now, my understanding is he works as a gardener. Which makes it difficult. Yeah. Granted, but he does a lot of working from home. <laughs> He's been furloughed um, this past year and a half. Yeah, exactly. He just does it by Zoom, I think. Yeah, he, he kind of manages uh, people's gardens in The Sims. Yes. Which he's been doing for a couple of years. Grab that it? rose. Grab Pull it out. <laughs> Put it back. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what gardening yeah, is. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, I, d- I really like the sound of rain. I really, really do. Um, it's a very peaceful sound and it, it can put me to sleep. Uh, Not that I need much help. To go probably to it's a very millennial and sad thing to say is that I do occasionally listen to the rain playlist on Spotify. Yes, which is music, but with... Oh, hang on. No. Are we not talking about the same thing? Because I listen to a YouTube playlist, which is called the rain playlist, but it's music, but with rain behind it. And it's really nice. So it's like very quiet music, but I can also hear rain. And it's like a combination so of the is two. So is it meant to be creating the experience of a wet orchestra mm. or a kind of boombox left out in a, in, a, in a rainforest? Either or. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Interesting. Yes, Whereas yours is just the sound of rain. I said nothing. No, it's, that's great. Yeah. yeah, it's good, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Now, some people might say, just open a window, John. Just yeah, enjoy John. just enjoy the sound of rain. You idiot. No, but I, I can only enjoy it when it comes to me prepackaged. Well, the thing is, it's not always raining. If you opened a window now, there'd be no rain to enjoy. No, no. Um... But, of course, I feel today winter began. Indeed. It began today. It's official. It got cold. The Pope said. The Pope said. The Pope said, hey. The Pope crawled out of his hall. (laughs) I think that's how Groundhog Day works. Yes. Yeah. And then he lit the smoke, the red smoke. The red smoke means winter. And then a man in a top hat held him aloft. Yes. And it meant that uh, summer is over. I think so. Set fire to his robes, I think. And then, then, yeah, everyone agreed. Yeah. Um, This is the first day 
of the year, or, or that I can remember, I don't know, who's counting, no, in which the temperature in this room was provided by a radiator. Oh, is that right? And it's... not actually by the fetid stench of our bodies. Yeah. Which is normally what happens in here. When there's only two boys, it's bearable. When there's Just three about boys. bearable. It's, oh, it's horrendous. It's really <laughs> yeah, <bad>. it's horrendous. <laughs> um, Samantha Gorman, friend of the show. Friend of the show. Uh, writes in and says, uh, and this triggers me quite profoundly. Oh, no. I hate hair that's not attached to anything. Oh. My brother's girlfriend sticks her wet stray hairs to the shower wall. That's weird. That's... That, I mean, I can understand getting them out of the way for a minute. I mean, well, they've got to go somewhere. Yeah, but then when you're done, maybe clear them up. Maybe get rid of them off the old wall. I had... I want to apply the same logic to milk. Okay. Okay. Sure. Just come with me on this journey. I guess. Okay. I mean... <laughs> milk in the cow, that's biology. Don't care. Sure. Milk in a bowl in the fridge, that's delightful. That's crisp. In a bowl in a fridge. No, in a bottle. Oh, bottle, sorry, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, in a bottle. A bottle. A bottle. A bottle. In the fridge. Yes. That's fine. That's fine. It's crisp, it's beautiful, it's pristine. Yes. Pour that on a bowl of cereal. In the moment of pouring, it's wonderful. Yeah. There's a very narrow window is what eat I'm saying. Eat it quick. You've got to eat it quick. Yeah. I had a housemate at university who studied uh, history nope. and English. Oh, okay. And so I only did two hours of work a week. Oh, okay. And would <laughs> rock out of bed at like half 12 every day. Nice. Would stumble downstairs in his boxes, make himself a very milky bowl of cereal. I'm saying the ratio favoured milk. You sure. Would eat about a few mouthfuls. Then realise... Couldn't stomach it because, of course, he was a sleepy boy. Yeah. And then yeah. just put it on the side. Right. So, so there's a bowl of milk. Our house was just full of bowls of sour milk. Great. And I feel it's the same as hair. Right. Hair on the head, that's beautiful. Yeah. Is it? Is it? Is it like a, a nice uh, kind of a fringe? Yeah. You know, is it like a ponytail? Yeah, a plait. A plait. It's delightful. Mm. An afro. Yeah. These are all delightful things. Great options. And at the moment that hair is loose... And it's on, and it's on a surface. Ooh, oh. that can fuck off. Oh, I don't like it. It's weird, isn't it? It's weird. Like I think everyone can probably agree, to a greater or lesser extent, that hair about, not on a head, not on a body, no, is is a bit, mm, a bit suspect. And a hair that has very clearly come from another human being. Yeah. What is it though? Because like, of all the parts of a body you might find on or in something is it the dirtiest is it the mankiest i don't know i don't feel like a single hair can really hold that much filth no no so but but yet but yet i completely agree like if i was eating and there was a hair in my mouth worst thing ever weird i feel like someone needs to write a paper on it if i'm honest because i have and i think i've talked about it before because i have quite strong face hair Mm. By which I mean, it's not like I've got a great big beard. I just mean that literally every individual hair on my face is quite strong. Could kill a man. Yeah, they don't bend. They're like little needles. Yeah, they're like graphite lead. Uh, there is probably nothing grosser than one of my short stubble beard hairs coming out and getting caught in my teeth. Oh, does that happen? It does happen. Oh. And then it's like, I'm like, why do I have a needle stuck between my teeth? A black needle in and my I have mouth. To, I, and I've had to take tweezers and pull it out. Huh. It's horrible. That insane. That doesn't happen. That to is me. disgusting. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, you know, just I don't know, weaking your hair, drink fuel or something. I don't know. <laughs> it, weak, it weakens everything. But yeah. Now, uh, Zahid writes in, friend of the show, friend of the show, friend of the show, and uh, this is weird because this, this is very specific. Okay. And yet, 
I, I find myself relating to it. Sure. So uh, Zahid writes, My hate is when I'm out on the town with my water bottle. Okay. And we sit down for a drink. The waiter decides that it's trash and just takes it away. I paid a good half a buck for that. So many long-term plastic bottles were taken from me. Dot, dot, dot. That's his property. That's a yearning. There's a yearning in this story. Yeah. And that's, it hurts me. That that You buy a water bottle and that's yours now. No one else gets to tell you that's trash. No, no one gets to say when you're done. No. Nobody puts baby in the corner. And why is it? The waiters have this power, mm. and sometimes they're drunk with it because sometimes you'll you'll be drinking or you'll have your soup or whatever, and there'll be some left, and you're gonna you're gonna have that, but they decide no 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 no, it's time for me to take that away from you, and they can just do that. Mm. I think it's about time we took waiting staff down a peg or two. They have got very big for their. They've waiters. had it too good for too long. They must be earning a lot of money. You never see a poor waiter, do, <laughs> do you? you? No. no. Just... They are at the top of the corporate ladder. When I think of a waiter, <laughs> I think of some corporate fat cat just rubbing money yes. on his hairy mantis while I'm starving, waiting for a, a thimble of gruel. We need to bring them back down to our level. <laughs> This is why Huel is going to disrupt it. Yes. Because nobody's going to eat because they'll be too busy shitting their guts out for <laughs> eating nothing but Huel. I'm sorry, I used eat from imbibing. We don't use the Huel. E word no, here at Huel. No, no. Eating suggests chewing yeah. or enjoying. It's an old word, John. Like, it's a word from the old times. We don't use that word here. <laughs> Huel, we... Is that, I remember when Chaucer wrote about <laughs> Huel. Yeah, exactly. At Huel, we like to re-Huel. In, yeah? the, in the arsehole's tale... <laughs> Bit of 16th century humour for you there. Um, oh, delightful. But no, agreed. Uh, no, agreed. I, I, I do feel Zahig's pain. I remember once trying to hang on to a plastic cup. I'd had a drink served and, to me and in. wrestling with a with a waiter. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, no, I'm not done. Uh, How dare you? And then the drink was taken away from me. <sighs> yeah, and then they probably just stacked their fat stacks into it, like you know, because they're so rich. Um. <laughs> Uh, Nicholas uh, Sheeran, not me, a different uh, Nick. No, a different, a different Nicholas. As if there is one. Uh, Nicholas Sheeran writes, um, "Hi there, uh, <laughs> long-time listener, first-time caller. Here's one that John won't get, as he lives in an empty white cube." <laughs> it's true. I'm in it right now. I know. <laughs> Here's one that John won't get, as he lives in an empty white cube filled with square holes. But I feel that Nick will. I hate it that just because you like stuff, you get called a hoarder. I collect all sorts of stuff, and it's always the low-cost, low-use things people feel they can comment on. I have a massive collection of books and records, and people seem okay with that. Mm. But But if you have a collection of Godzilla figures, people are like, oh my god, you have so much stuff. How come it's totally fine for people to collect some stuff... And, and and for others to judge you on it. I have two arms. Why do I need a watch collection? For me, a collection of 1960s, 1960s biker magazines wow. is a significantly more useful thing to have. I mean, I can definitely relate to this. So, Nick, as a man with a problem, uh, could you... Could you're you... part of that. You're, part of the, you're, do, you're doing it. You're uh, what call, am I doing? You're calling me a hoarder. You're doing no, it. I'm not, no, I'm not calling you anything. Oh, okay. That's I forgive you. So <laughs> you, uh, I was around your house the other day. You were. And you often are. To be you. Fair. I don't invite you. You reached out 
and touch without expecting to. Uh, a completely unexpected deck of playing cards affiliated with the rather obscure trading card game Vanguard. Yes. And I remember you looking at it going, I have no recollection of buying these. I have no idea where they came from. How did they get here? And that, John, is the strength of what Nicholas Sheeran here is talking about. That I see. Is, that is the pure distilled power that people like me possess that you'll never understand. The power that is discovering things within your own house that you did not even know you had. Now, some might say, I mean, some might say power. Others may say uh, fire risk mm. or uh, added level of, I'll grant you, an added level of protection were anyone to shoot you from afar. Yeah, they'd be wrong about the fire risk thing because my oven's only exploded once. That's true, actually, yeah. So in their face, I Yeah, guess. and the glass didn't hit you. No. It did, you it, were you it were hit nearby. loads of my Yu-Gi-Oh! And, and Vanguard cards <laughs> and I lost a lot of decks that day. <laughs> and, people, and a lot of firefighters who came in to, uh, you know... Kind yeah, of... I told them to sacrifice their lives for the Vanguard cards. You pushed them into the fire. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> and did you not... Uh, I, this is unrelated, I don't know why I'm bringing it up. Didn't you send me a photo with no caption... Of a a Bakugan battle brawler arena that you'd purchase. Yeah, I bought that very recently, actually. Yeah, 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 it's interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. no, um, uh, it is now um, one of many things I own. (laughs) I didn't. uh, I bought a starter set of Bakugan, Mm. which is a game uh, involving little plastic marbles that fold out into dinosaurs. Yes, indeed. Um, But uh, although it called itself a starter set, it came with one Bakugan. So I can't actually play with anyone. <laughs> I think they're arguably, they, they were actually bang on the money when estimating how many friends a yes. Bakugan collector would that's have. That's true. Yeah, I think yeah. that's absolutely true. But I do not regret the purchase. No. And uh, if anything, it will lead to me buying more Bakugans, uh, which they probably predicted. Mm. But I celebrate them for that. Um, yes. To, 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 to Nick Sheeran here, I say yes. I just say yes. Yes. I agree. Agree. Yeah, I agree. No, no, no. No, I think, I think uh, a lot of the time people come around and they're very complimentary. Or at least I think they think they're being complimentary, but I feel like it's backhanded because usually what they say is, there's so much to look at in your house. And I think that's code for, holy shit, that, what a garbage pile you that is. <laughs> that is what. I, I guarantee that is the default inescapable sentence that somebody will say while they have tried and failed three times to sit down <laughs> without getting a Beetleborg up their ass. Yes. Yeah, and and while holding a cup of tea. Yeah. That's a good, oh, ow, oh, no, no. Oh, no. no yeah. That's the Thunderbird too. And uh, <laughs> just, oh, no, that's, uh, oh, that's uh, Michelangelo. That's fine. <laughs> Oh, oh, that nunchuck went right into places I didn't know. Oh, I had. yeah, that's Ed from Cowboy Bebop. Anyway, there's <laughs> so many things to look at Isn't in it your lovely? house. Isn't it lovely. No, it's like a museum, but kind of what? Like it's like a museum, but the bin of the museum, like the garbage and the, and area. Then, and then they, they drink their tea, and then they cough, and a Lego brick just goes like flying out. Yeah, yeah. and then as they put the cup back down on the saucer, there's a rattle, and they look down, and there's a back again in there. I know it's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now and we're all different people. Yes. People, people, you know, kind of thrive in different environments. Indeed. And I, I, I genuinely love your house. Oh, thank you. I could not live there. <laughs> but but I like Is it. Is that because you do you think if you li- if you did live there, would you would you like you'd have to tidy everything away? I think I would experience a joy so profound yes. that I would probably burn the house down and myself because I, I just couldn't That's I, a powerfully diplomatic to, way of Because I because I'm saying two <laughs> the two conflicting parts of me, my dark passenger would go like you can have it all, John. Yeah. You can have everything. You can, though. And then the true John. The, the more, real John. The profane, the, the profane, absolute, 
overt John would go, it, but it will never be clean. No. And, oh no. And the no. only resolution is to is to burn the house down. I feel. Yeah. To be fair, I feel that way as well. Yeah. So. But I love your house. Well, thank you. No. Thank in fact, uh, Robin, my brother, saw your house and he hadn't seen it for a while. And he yeah. commented afterwards saying like, the house is amazing. It's like a treasure trove. Oh, well, you see, that's the same kind of... I I, I believe Robin. Yeah. Because like, I know Robin and Robin is a very, very good person. Yes, indeed. And yeah. he doesn't say things he doesn't mean. No, no. And I believe, I believe he is, he is saying what... Yeah, he believes that. But that's the exact comment that I get from perhaps more cynical slash diplomatic people who... And it's code for... Holy shit. <laughs> but again, this is why I'm glad we're friends, because I get to visit your house. Yeah, you get to experience I it. I get to live vicariously through it. But you also get to leave. Yeah, indeed, yeah. <laughs> I get to have these wonderful encounters at your house, and then I get to go home, and I and, and I, I go, well, that was, what a delightful evening. Well, I'll see you in the morning, darling. I'm off to go sit in my white, empty Boeing <laughs> space, so I can think. But before that, I need an acidic shower to just clean my body of all of the filth. <laughs> I need a stiff brush to get all the go-bots out of my hair. <laughs> Oh, yeah, true. Uh, PJ writes, um, I hate a lack of basic common courtesy among tradesmen. Oh, this one's close to the bone. This is one for the people. Yeah. You know, we're, 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 we couldn't say this if Chris Ray were here. <laughs> he, get, he, get, he gets the working man. He does. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a lack of basic common courtesy among tradesmen. The number of different tradesmen I've tried to book in for some jobs in my house, and they just don't turn up. No message or phone call to say they can't make it, and they just ignore my calls. It's fine if something comes up, but just let me know. Yeah, I, I, I re- very, very recently can relate to this. Like we've got a hole in the side of our house at the moment due to a job that was sort of dropped mid midway through. I don't begrudge the guy who who dropped it midway through. He didn't charge us for the half of the job he'd done, but he realised that he couldn't continue. Mm. Okay does leave us in a bit of a tricky position because there is a hole in the side of our house. It leads into the conservatory. It doesn't lead right outside. No, but, but it, still. It's funny because philosophically, you could say that there's no such thing as half a hole. A hole. You could say that. And yet, and in, yet, in building terms, yeah. you have half a hole. If you stepped into my dining room right now, you would be like, that's half a hole yeah, right there. That's not a complete hole. We want it to be a doorway. It's currently just a hole. And so now we're in the tricky position of trying to find someone who can, before winter sets in, truly, and the Pope has already sent up his signal. So that's happening. Um, conceal this hole with a door, which is what we wanted all along, um, and so we don't freeze to death or at least spend a trillion pounds on energy. Um, and we've asked, a guy came around, he had a look, and we're still waiting on a quote. And he said he'd, we'd have it by now, and we don't. And it's it's just not happening. It's a bit of a shame. Um, it was the issue that the builder was doing the work, and then he put down his trowel. Mm, that's and, what they use. And it ac- accidentally triggered... Uh, Cybertron Defense Optimus Prime's <laughs> missile launcher, and it caught him right in the eye. Yes, is that is that possible? Um, it's part. Yeah, it could be. I think what happened actually, John, is that he he put down his spirit level, hmm. uh, which he was actually using, and uh, it caused the Megazord to finish the transformation and to blast a hole in the side of the wall. <laughs> Which was never intended, but now we're going to make it into a French window, so it's, mm. it's, fi- it's fine. It's fine. But the, the Megazord is ballistically quite powerful. So. Did did he uh, have to quit the job because he, he discovered that this what he thought was a load bearing wall was actually just made of mighty maxes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, well, actually, it was it was that you know the hole we wanted cut was in a mighty max. <laughs> 
and it's very small. It's very hard to work on that it's scale. Very, very dense. Yeah. You know, yeah. Everything's load bearing in a Mighty Max. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we want, just want a French window in my Mighty Max. That's all I want. I know. It's not much, is it? Why is that it? so no. hard to... Uh, uh, um, Louis. Ah, uh, Louis, friend of the show. Louis, friend of the show, says... Uh, I know Louis. Personally. He's a person. Person, He's a real yeah. person. Yeah. yeah. No, he's... He, all of these others may may or may not be real people. Do but you mean like he's, he's a real person or he's a real person like he's a real he's a, he's a real he's a... like ooh, a, a person uh, yeah he's, he's a... the kind of person that might re- write a huel testimonial you know like real kind of person <laughs> and uh louis, louis writes in and says uh the easy and perhaps most obvious hate he can he can bring up at the moment is the self-perpetuating fuel panic oh yeah that's happening at the moment so welcome to the uk yeah where woo. in the year uh 2021 of our dark lord megazord uh, everybody buys fuel to be prepared for the fuel shortage there never was, which in itself causes a shortage. It's just morons buying toilet paper all over again, and this time it's even more flammable. Oh, it's good. Now, I felt, and I think I mentioned this to you before we came on air, mm. I felt an odd moment of millennial vindication. Yes. Where, because I'm so disenfranchised and tired and world-weary, <laughs> and I don't read the news... I was completely unaware that there was a fuel crisis. Which was bizarrely quite empowering. It was, yes, indeed. I was living, genuinely just living my life, going about my own business. I had to be informed by my parents that there was a fuel crisis, to which I had to ask, is there a fuel crisis? And they had to say, well, no, not really, but everyone thinks there is. Mainly because the news is saying there is. Yeah, everyone thinks there's a crisis, so everyone's buying fuel. Yeah. And I'm like, but but there isn't. There's plenty of fuel. No. Well, there was, but now there isn't. Now there isn't because people thought there was a crisis. Yeah. Now there kind of is a crisis because people thought there was a crisis. Yes. Here we are. And I just have this weird moment where I was like, finally, one scenario which you just can't blame on the millennials. Yeah, Because literally, as a millennial, I was at home. Minding my own business, I didn't even know there was a problem. We weren't out there buying the fucking no, fuel. I, I, if you hadn't told me, I wouldn't have known. No. And, uh, yeah, I don't read newspapers. Isn't it funny how when the whole Brexit thing happened, we made jokes that the UK was on fire? Mm. Um, and now the chances of the UK actually being on fire are greater than they've ever been. Because, because everyone's hoarding fuel in their garage. Because... <laughs> <laughs> because, like, um, people are pouring out their fuel. Mm. No. Pouring out their fuel, oh. and they're topping up with their fuel. Yes, you know what I'm saying. I put fu- I put fuel in my car, and it didn't. I it ru- it it's ruined. <laughs> my car is ruined. There's no punchline. There's, it, this it, isn't it, a joke, it just John. broke the car. <laughs> I'm done for. Yeah. Now it said on the packet it was complete fuel. Yeah. But it turns out that's bullshit because engines, like a human body, n- need a certain combination of things. To, yeah. to make them work. And the claggy nuggets that uh, are inevitable with a Huel uh, experience. My car didn't like those nuggets. But the sense of cleanse, the, the cleanse that comes after you pass a, a claggy nugget. Like, yeah, oh, uh, for sure. Oh, I, I mean, that's worth the price of admission. You yeah, know. yeah. Um, the only physical fart I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever gotten petrol out 
from a petrol pump. Yes. As is tradition. And not put it in a car. Like, have you ever put it in a in a in a in a jerry can? I have once. Oh, yes. Yeah. Because I uh, my very very first car, a Renault Five, uh, that was so old it had a had a choke. That's oh. how you. That's Whoa. how you know. Hello. Um, it had a sticky fuel gauge, and it would get to quarter. Uh, full and then it would just it would stick there yeah. and so I'd never really know how much fuel I had and I would always refill it at quarter because I didn't know whether it was going to go any lower and one time I just simply couldn't and I ran out of fuel in the middle Whoa. of the roundabout and I was just stuck there so what happened did your car just it just it just coughed and spluttered and stopped and I was just blocking literally traffic from practically every direction but the luckiest thing was the car that immediately came up behind me and was of course stuck as well was like filled with the hunkiest, burliest Australian dudes I've ever seen in my life. And they all just like instantly just got out. I was like, walked up to the car. Like, you're, you're on, mate. And I was like, that's not an Australian. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck are you saying? Like, that's not Australian. <laughs> I mean, he's Australian. has got the car and be like, you're right, mate. You want, uh, you want to push? And I was like, you sound Australian. Yeah, <laughs> yeah let's do let's this. go for it. Right. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, they all just helped me push the car off the roundabout, which is amazing. Wow. But then I was kind of uh, nowhere near a petrol station. And then actually. they just like tear their shirts off and just start like chugging their sh- fuel. Their shirts were already off. Yeah. Um, and they did. They just regurgitated fuel into my into my <laughs> tank. They kind of like rip, you know, rip the shirt off in slow motion. They get that that tub of fuel and they rip the top off, and they like go to upend it overhead, and, and then nothing happens because it's thick. It's, it comes out very slowly. It's thick like yogurt. It yeah. Takes, it takes and then so a long. cylinder of fuel just drops onto their head like a sort of floppy dildo, and just drops onto the floor. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, they uh, they were amazing. They pushed me off the road said their farewells and disappeared into the sunset. Um, and then I had to go to a petrol station to get some fuel to fuel up my car. And wow. I had a jerry can in my car. So, yes, I have done that. How much can you get in a jerry can? Fuck all, John. Really? It's, very, it's a very small amount. You look at a jerry can and you think, oh, that's that's like a decent amount. And when you carry it back to the car, it's quite heavy, mm. you know. Um, but it's like five litres or something. It's like, it's like shit all. And then you pour that into your car and your car's just like, really? Is that it? You know, my needle goes boop. Although it didn't actually move because my, my needle was stuck. Yeah, indeed. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it'll get you home, but it won't do much more than that, which is why people in the UK currently are filling up five or ten jerry cans mm. at a time. Or as a video I've seen, a woman filling a Tesco carrier bag with fuel. Now, do... I'm no scientist. No, you're not. Do they not come in come with holes, those bags, to stop children suffocating? Mm. Well, it may not be a Tesco carrier bag. It might be one of those... Oh, is it a bag for life? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Which ironically will kill. (laughs) It'll kill way better. (laughs) Um, I can't imagine anything worse than somebody walking down the road with a... With a fraying, I know, uh, a bag for life, just full of unleaded. I'm just amazed that no one stepped in. You know, like I mean, maybe it happened after the video clip finishes. You know, someone like throws a lighter at her or something, <laughs> give her a victory <laughs> cigarette or something. <laughs> but you know, fuck, it's unbelievable what's happening over here. This, 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 this is. We're nearly at Mad Max. We're nearly at Mad Max I'm tr- level. I'm trying to think what what a worse container would be mm. to turn up with, and I think a what, hat? what I <laughs> I think what I pos- what I've arrived at is you know a lady comes up with a plastic bag. You think well it can't get any worse than that, and then a man runs up to the pub, not even in a car, and he's got a handful of old Kodak uh, film <laughs> canisters. <laughs> One by one. 
<laughs> Slow and steady wins the race. Is a clunk? Okay. Yeah. Next one. Yeah, that's clunk. one. Yeah. <laughs> clunk. <laughs> Twenty-eight clunks later. Well, that's probably a gallon. Ah. <laughs> oh. oh. Good times, though. Good times. Great yeah, times. Great time to be alive. Um, Got any more from anyone well, else? Well, I don't know. Do, do we press on or do we save a couple for like a, a future? Actually, we had like, we had a, we had a whole host of them. Maybe, yeah, well, maybe a save a couple. Let's save a couple. Let's save a couple. Yeah, because we can get on to we can just like you know bash through the loves because no one cares about no. This. Um, and and finally, like tie this bloody stump of an episode off. Yeah, let's do it. So I should mean, should we just quickly say what our love is and just get it out of the way? I mean, yeah, let's just, just shit it out. No let's one just cares. Bash through yeah, it. let's be the moth on um, your on your anus. Because I because I think mine certainly is something that others have experienced. Mm. The Ip Man franchise. <laughs> Ooh, I never I never watched them. Really, never watched them. Yeah, and and I'm a big fan of like. Kung Fu movies, martial arts movies, Hong Kong movies. Like, I love those movies. And yet, for some reason, I think there's two, twofold. One, it had never really, like, got onto my radar. And two, I think I, I'm really drawn to those movies that are set in the sort of the, the, the distant past of, of, of sort of Chinese legend, you know, mm. where, where dragons may exist or whatever. And Ip Man was all a little bit too kind of recent. Cause it, of like 1930s. Like turn of the century sort of, sort of, yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you know, wartime stuff. And I think all the trailers and everything I saw, it's like, oh, okay, it's a little bit close to modern day. I'm not that interested. Well, how wrong I was, Nick. How wrong I was. Because Donnie not, Yen. Not only is Donnie Yen <laughs> what a, a man. fucking treasure and one of the coolest dudes and greatest fighters I think I've ever seen on the screen. But also the stories, despite being like pretty, you know, by numbers kung fu movies, he's just such a fucking badass. And you just want him. You're just rooting for him from minute one. And... They're all great. Like, they're up and down, and yeah. some are better than others, but they are all good movies. And now we've talked about it, though, because mm. it, I, I love Ip Man as well. Yeah. And there's a lot more Ip Mans, because obviously I haven't seen there's, four. There's the, yeah, and there's the non-Donnie Yen uh, ones. And there's the spin-off ones. And there's the spin-off of the Donnie Yen ones. Yeah, and, like, then, and then there's, I think there's only one of those. There. It's like Ip Man Legends, Master Z. It's or called something. Master Z Ip Man Legacy. Yeah, yeah, yeah which I've started watching. Oh, okay. I've watched yeah. the first quarter of it. It's really good. But, um, but... And, and it's really good, actually, because it follows a really cool side character who I actually really liked in It Man 3. Mm. So that's cool. But yeah, but then there's loads of other It Man movies as well. were played by other people other than Donnie Yen who aren't like part of that that particular universe. But but yes, there's a lot of It Man out there. It Man 1 is tremendous. It's it's That's probably that's probably the gold standard. It Man 2 isn't bad. But as I think we've had private conversations about, the bad guy is a British boxer yes. called The Twister. I believe so, <laughs> yeah. And I do not believe at any the most the biggest suspension of disbelief is that this book could in any way be a match for Donnie Yen. And that's, if anything, the biggest suspension of disbelief of all the movies, except for maybe one where he's fighting the Japanese. Yeah. And fighting another martial art. All the others he's fighting what they refer to in their in their script as foreign devils. Yeah. And they are all either American or English exclusively. <laughs> it's basically it's you realise very quickly that not only is it a great martial arts movie, it's also uh made it's kind of about the Chinese identity and yes. every every movie is them getting revenge on, on a, a different on, on a country <laughs> that has wronged them. Yeah. Exactly. There's the Japanese, the British and the Americans basically. <laughs> it's so true. Yeah. But like he fights Mike Tyson, for example. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, I don't want to fight Mike Tyson. No. But could a boxer really do anything against Wing Chun? Like, I honestly don't no. think they could. Like, a boxer's very, very strong and can lay a really big punch. But Donnie Yen, the way that man moves, like, he is like 
buttered poetry, right, with, with his fists. I honestly don't think that just being able to swing your fists real fast gives you any any sort of capacity to fight Donnie Yen. No. I honestly do not think it does. No, no. And, and it's like, uh, uh, you know, in, in the unrealistic scenario where Donnie Yen has to get in a ring and fight the Twister. Yes. And the Twister's wearing boxing gloves. Yeah. And Donnie Yen isn't. And Donnie Yen isn't. And I'm like, well, that's not legal right off the bat. <laughs> and, 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 and he kicks him at one point and they say, you can't use your feet. Because it's yeah. a boxing match. They take that away from him right at the end. Yeah. Which, yeah. Is, which is actually an awesome narrative moment because, not to spoil it, he fucking still wins, doesn't yeah. he? Because he's Donnie Yen. Not because he's it, man, but because he's Donnie Yen. But it's weird because it's like, boxers wear boxing gloves because if you actually punch someone mm. that hard, you'd break your hand. Yeah. Whereas Donnie Yen trains by punching a wooden tree. Yeah, so he can't break his Or hand. other human beings. Yes. So, like, his hands are, are just, like, wizened and perfect. You can't and... break Donnie Yen's hands. No. No. And there's that scene in the first movie where it's the scene where he, he just essentially kills, like, ten people. Oh, yeah. He asks to fight ten people at once, and he does he does fuck them up. Yeah. Like, you see no a man get his leg dislocated at the hip, and then yeah. kind of bent behind his leg. Ooh! B- bent behind his head. There's it's... a lot of dislocations and broken uh, joints yeah. in this movie. I, I... It began a lifelong admiration for Donnie Yen. Oh, man. He is fantastic. He is so good. Um, I also love that the style, the Wing Chun style is to be as graceful as fuck until they're on the ground. <laughs> and then... <laughs> and then you punch from 58 times. It's amazing. Like, yeah, it's, like, <laughs> it's a brilliant fusion of the most graceful, like a swan movement, and then just pummel the living fuck out yeah. of a guy. Like, it's... it's But the, the most cathartic thing I've ever seen, because despite the fact that I have to suspend disbelief that he's going to get into the ring and fight the Twister... I fucking hated the Twister so bad that I, I wanted Donnie Yen to pummel the living fuck and out And maybe him. it was a, a brilliant piece of meta-directing and narrative because I hated the Twister more because he wasn't Donnie Yen. Yeah. Like, not the character of it, man. I mean, like, it's Donnie, Donnie Yen, Yen all fighting the way. some Burke. Yeah. Who and I'm just like, thought but, that he could stand to Donnie Yen. How the fuck Yen? is this guy? How dare you get... How dare you? How dare you get cast opposite Donnie How dare Yen? you even touch Donnie Yen? Yeah. How dare, think... you sh- how dare you share craft services in between shoots of Donnie Yen. Yeah. How dare you stand on the same tatami mat as Donnie Yen. But like, what I think is funny as well about the movies is that It Man 2, 3 and 4, because I've seen I've seen 4 as well, like he, the final boss of every, uh, I knew you said game, but every film, um, will land a few hits, a few mm. solid hits, and Donnie Yen will have a big bruised eye or a split lip or something. But in the first movie, he does not take anything. Like, he, there is never any stakes. There is never any threat. No. He is better. He's Superman. Than everyone. He yeah. is Superman. And and the only way they create stakes is by other people getting hurt in the first film. Yeah. He is just unstoppable. It, and I love it. So in, for some reason, I love it. In the first movie, he wins and has to be shot. Because <laughs> yes. they, literally the only way they can stop him is for someone to fight unfairly and yeah. shoot him with a gun. And even then he survives And that. he gets better. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah, heals out of a gunshot. It's fine. But don't worry about it. It's fine. It's... Incredible. It's excellent. Go watch them. They are amazing. Yeah, if you haven't seen them, which you probably have, to be honest, because I know I'm very late to the party, but just, yeah, just fucking see them because they are every bit as good as you hope and think they will be. They're great. I've got a love. Go on. I love Hotel Time. Oh. By which I mean, and I don't just mean hotels. <laughs> uh, we had a long journey this week. Mm. We had to go to a funeral. You did. And we split the journey up by staying in an Airbnb ah. on the way up. Because it's about a 400-mile round trip. Yeah. 
And I love the time, which is basically waking up in a hotel or an Airbnb. And there's nothing to do. Maybe you've brought like one form of entertainment with you. Maybe it's a book. Maybe it's a Nintendo Switch or something like that. And you're going to wander around this house, which isn't yours. Yep. And you're going to make a coffee. <laughs> and you're going to walk across their lovely carpets, you know. <laughs> and I'm going to sit and I'm going to drink the coffee. And there's going to be a plate of complimentary Welsh cakes. And I'm going to eat them all. And I'm going to, I'm just going to have another cup of coffee. And there's nothing else to and do. And I'm like, this is Jong's time. This is hotel time. I'm yeah. loving it. And that is like the sweetest time in the world. You're so right. You don't even put the TV on. No. Because maybe there isn't a TV. Or maybe you don't care about regional Welsh television, you know. Mm, probably not. And, no. you know, and you can't go anywhere because you're in a field and there's a cow nearby. So <laughs> looking at you. You just eat a Welsh cake and you drink a coffee and it's quiet. Yeah. And I... I I love that. I, I, going away is fun. Although, of course, we haven't done that really in a long time. No. Going away is fun. Staying places is fun. Doing things is fun. Sure. But the icing on the cake, for me, is the time where you're staying in a place that isn't your home and there's nothing to do. And those moments are just priceless. I just, so I, true. I love them. It's so true. What is it about the fact that you know there's nothing else you can do? Yeah. Because if you were at home... If I was at home... There were things you should do. I'd be doing shit. There were things shit. you can do, and or, there were things you will do. Or more likely, I won't be doing any of those, and I'll be feeling bad. And you're feeling awful about I'll it. just be feeling bad. Exactly. Yeah. But you know, when you're in a hotel, the guilt voice has to shut the fuck up. Yeah. Because even if the guilt voice fired up, you can't even do those things. You don't have your laptop. You don't have your work phone. You don't have your emails. You can't do any of those things. You can't do anything. All you've got is a coffee and your oh, switch. That's all you've got. It's amazing. And maybe it's like there's a kettle in your room and it's like, a, a, oh. you know, several sachets of complimentary Nescafe and you know they're going to get refreshed tomorrow. You have to have So them. I'm going to have another. Yeah. Maybe there's like a, a malted milk. I'm going to eat that. Yeah. And I'm going to sit maybe on, there's... A, on, a, on a futon that doesn't match the bed. And I'm going to just, I'm just going to do nothing for an hour. Maybe and I there's love a it. little complimentary vessel of Huel there indeed yeah and maybe that's this is your time to try it yeah and if you throw it into the three bar heater you're gonna get a hell of a light show yeah <laughs> for sure fusion I I think. Think. and a tan <laughs> yeah no i i literally you describing it now it's like a guided meditation oh, it's, it's, it's like just... having a calming effect like yeah. my um my therapist asked me what's my happy place and I couldn't answer. I didn't know what it no, was. No, no. I think you may have answered my, that. Yeah. I think I, I think I might know. My happy place is like uh, an Airbnb in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> and you have somewhere to get to. So it's not a holiday, but you don't have to leave for another hour. Yes. And and there's a there's a plate of complimentary Welsh cakes and a kettle. And I'm like, I'm in bliss right now. This is give, amazing. Give, that's what, if there is a heaven, that's what it'll be. It could be, yeah. Yeah, that's what and, it'll and, be. And there's... And there's a DVD selection on the wall, and and I'm not going to watch any of them. No. But they're all mid two thousands comedies, often starring Ben Stiller and Triple X. And it, oh, and yeah, and Triple X. <laughs> Triple X is always there. And and I'm and I'm not going to watch any of them. But it's very comforting to know it's they're near. Comfortable. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're there. They're there. I'm like, oh, along came Polly. Not going to watch that. Not going to watch but it. I'm glad you're here. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for being there, movie spine. Yeah. There's maybe a weird clock on the wall. Yes. And I look at that and go, wouldn't have that in my house. No. If this isn't my house. That's the joy. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't have to care about the mismatched furniture. I don't have to care about the, 
you know, whether or not I left a bit of shit on the welcome mat as I walked in. I don't have to worry about those things. Oh, what's that? Oh, it's, a, it's a laminated booklet of things to do in the local area. I'm not going to do, I'm any, not gonna of do any of them. I'm not going to do any of them. Because I'm not here for that. Chuck that on the fire. I'm co- I've come here to this Airbnb <laughs> for a very specific reason. And I'm going to do that thing. Yeah. And I'm going to never think about this place ever again. Mm. And your little laminated booklet means fuck all to me. And maybe... The power, I feel. And maybe in 24 minutes, when I feel like a change, I'll wander down to the bedroom... And I'll eat the complimentary dime bar that was left on the folded towel yeah. on my side of the bed. I'm not hungry. No. But I want that dime bar. They gave it to me. I know. It's here for me. And then I might walk back up and I might lie on the carpet. Yeah. Because it's nice. Yeah. I don't have carpet in my house. I might just lie on a carpet. <laughs> it's, a, it's a devil to hoover. If yeah. I owned a carpet, I'd have to clean it. Exactly. This isn't my carpet. No. Someone, someone's already cleaned it. And when I leave, they'll clean it again. Yeah. Now I'm going to lie on it. It's going to happen anyway, whether oh, I'm here or not. It's delightful. Let's get involved. Oh. Let's rub myself on stuff. Yeah. Just rub on it. I'm just going to touch stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Because they know that I'm going to touch stuff because they built this whole... This whole thing is predicated on the fact that I'm going to touch stuff. So mm. I will. I know. And I know there's a ton of secret cameras watching me. Oh, for sure. But that's the deal. That's the danks we play. You know, yeah. uh, and, and frankly, it's just nice to be admired. Yeah, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. I mean, those cameras are there to make sure that you eat the dime bar. And the, and the, and the angles are, are such that they always get your good side. They always do. They and, always... That, and they care about that. I know. That's important to them. I know. And, uh, you know, it's cheaper than setting up an OnlyFans account, is what I'm saying. You <laughs> yeah, know. exactly. I mean, all of the hosting and, all, you know, that your name is out there. You know, uh, a lot of the marketing, pre-marketing work in terms of market penetration, literally, in some yeah, li- <laughs> um, is already done for you. So. <laughs> And on that note, uh, Nicholas, yeah. uh, I wouldn't have thought it, but it's been a bumper episode. Oh, God, it has. Yeah, Jesus oh my God, Christ. How yeah. we... You're insulin. Yeah, um, I know. <laughs> I need that to live. Uh, but Nick, what do you think one? Is it love or hate? I mean, I've brought Donnie Yen into the mix. I don't think I can... But Huel. Yeah, I do hate Huel. Mm. Like, I, I'd like to see Donnie Yen fight Huel. I'd like to see that. And maybe then I'll decide. You look like a Captain Planet enemy. <laughs> Like a, like a putty gone wrong. I'll get you next time, <laughs> Donnie. And um, and also the the Mario movie. Mm. Like, oh, I'm gonna go with hate. You're gonna go with hate. I'm gonna go with hate yeah. because because I love Donnie Yen and I want him to vanquish. He's these better. Foes. He's better than this. Yeah. But he is better than this, and I, he doesn't need my backing to win. He no. doesn't. He'll win anyway. And so if the Ip Man franchise is gonna survive, it's gonna need a villain. Like, you know, exactly. China's had its revenge on Britain. Yep. On Japan. Japan on America. Yeah. Now, who... And to some extent, China. <laughs> and who and who has wrought greater damage on China than all of those combined? Well, it's Huel. It's Huel. It's Huel. It's always... We all Huel. know it. We've always known. Yeah. You know, we swept that under the rug. Yeah, but... So Donnie Yen is going to have to punch the fuck out of Huel. And I can't wait to see it. No, and that's an ad campaign I could get behind. And that's why we have to support the hates. Support your hates, support your local hates, and get behind Huel and Mario. Just don't forget the lump guard. Don't forget it. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs>